Hello everyone and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. You are listening to Session 21, Harse Choppers. I am Rain Zero, joined as ever by my beautiful wife, Daft Prodigy. This week, we are also joined by a good friend of ours, the host of the Dungeon Dive Bar podcast, Sam. This is part three of a three-episode crossover with Dungeon Dive Bar. To see the first two parts of this crossover, check out Dungeon Dive Bar episodes seven and eight. If you want full context, maybe just watch the full show. This episode features multiple songs by Philip Melvin of Philip's Tabletop Music Bazaar, as well as sound effects by Sirenscape. To add some music and sound effects to your games, be sure to check out both of these great sources for great tone setting tools. This week, our heroes leave the comforts of Corvosa and set out on the open road. Let's get right into it in Curse of the Crimson Throne. beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to Curse of the Crimson Curse Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? We had another harrowing. You had another harrowing. And it was, indeed, harrowing. quite harrowing. Gosh, that spread of cards. How many? There were there were four misaligned cards. There were two four opposite matches. Four misaligned cards. Two opposite matches. Which and uh, one perfect match. In, in case this wasn't clear, um, the way that the way that aligning in a harrow works is you have the positive row, otherwise known as the good row, uh, and then you have the negative row, otherwise known as the evil row. Yes. Um, and then and then you have. The past, which is sort of correlates to law, the idea being that the past is set in stone, et cetera, et cetera. And then the future, which is chaos. Mm. And so now you don't actually count a misalignment if it's law versus chaos. But if it's an exact opposite match. So let's say you have a chaotic good card, right? Naturally, that should be going in the positive future. Mm-hmm. But if it shows up in the negative past, yes, that is an opposite match, As and that implies not only does it mean the opposite of what it normally means, but it has extra significance, yeah. and you should pay attention to whatever it's saying to yeah, you. Yeah. Now, I I did take detailed notes on the harrowing, yes. and we had the big sky, the chaotic good uh-huh. card of hammers, Lenore's in the card negative too. past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was the other opposite match? It was it was the positive present. We positive had the present. idiot, the neutral evil card yes. of books. Which um hold on. I have it in my notes here. Positive present. You had the idiot, the neutral evil card of books. It depicts a man, uh, his hands bound behind his back, on his head, an oversized mask of a fool being pierced by arrows as goblins dance around him. Uh, it was an opposite match, which implies that not that there is a fool, but somebody that you've been thinking was a fool is actually quite clever yes uh it would seem uh that we've all been played the fool by one who cleverly feigns idiocy or ignorance where once we derided them and called them a fool i suspect we will now begin to see powerful machinations unfold Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah. So um, there was a lot of uh, worrying stuff mm-hmm. in that harrowing. Uh, in particular, also, again, the sickness showed up in our negative future. It was misaligned in our last harrowing. We no longer have protection from whatever sickness yep. is coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last boy. time, last time it was misaligned. And so that's a that's a good sign. But now it's in the negative row. Yeah. Which means that it is going to do its thing. Yeah. However, because the hero was so absolutely portentous uh we got a bunch of extra hero points so that's nice Uh (laughs) yeah and also because you know i'm feeling generous and there's no hero points in this game uh Mm. so i don't have a thing that i give you regularly Mm. uh some other things happened last last time uh Uh, you guys got fired yes we got fired by cressida we went in and she was like i'm sorry it's not me it's you um, uh, I, I can't have people who are so flippant and disregarding the rule of law yeah. in my, uh, in my employ. Uh, I heard what you did to the guards at the execution and we, and I'm not happy about it. Capital yeah. N, capital H, not happy. <laughs> but through the subtext of that, you Wink. were able to gather that she was actually kind of okay with what you guys have been doing yeah but that she because now she has to put on a show yeah she's under extra pressure now because queen iliosa is defunding government agencies to um fund her own personal army development yep (laughs) and that includes the guard and so Cressida has to really toe the line here and make sure she doesn't do anything that would encourage Iliosa to kick her out and take over the guard herself. Uh, yeah. we, were, we were shown this in sort of a, a threatening fashion when, as Cressida kicked us out of her office, we were led out of Citadel Volshianic by two gray maidens. Yep. We then um, followed a note that we got from Ven Carlo and went to his fencing academy or Assini Academy to uh, meet with him about training. And it was like, okay. And we we went there and he was like, come with me. Yes. Uh, And he set up, uh, uh, we we walked through a few rooms. He set up an illusion uh, illusion of all of you, of, of all of us training. Yes. And then led us into several more secret rooms. Um, before we ran into two ladies in mm-hmm. disguise. Yes. One was uh-huh. Trinia Sabor, who um, Cressida and Van Carlo helped us hide uh, after she was almost executed for murder. Mm-hmm. And the other was um, Patilla... Patilia Dola. Patilia Dola, who was the other person rescued by Blackjack as she was going to be executed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are the two people who Queen Iliosa tried to have killed um, uh, to find somebody to blame for the and death of the King Eodred and appease the riots. Didn't work. <laughs> Neither the execution nor the appeasing of the riots. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I guess it worked in a way in that people aren't rioting as much now, but that's mostly because it's been nearly a month. Yeah. Uh. Um, yeah. P- turns out people get tired of rioting. Who'd have, no- who'd have thunk? Um, uh. And so Van Carlo was like, hey, now that things have quieted down just a teeny tiny little bit, we're going to get these two ladies out of Corvosa. You're taking them to Hars, please. <laughs> Uh, and then Unia was like, there's something you're not telling us. How much are we getting paid for this when it inevitably goes wrong? Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Um, and Carla was like, well, 
I would have hoped that the warm feeling of a job well done and helping innocent people get to safety would mm-hmm. have been enough for you. And Yunia stands there and taps their foot at him, basically. And he's like, 500 gold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, so we went to the um, really creatively named horse shop. Uh, at, run by a guy named Stu. Run by a guy named Stu. Uh, at the outskirts of Corvosa, we put a uh, horse carriage on Van Carlo's yeah. tab. A guy named Stu who doesn't seem to understand business at all. Yeah. He's offering this guy credit and he's not paying his tab. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and He didn't know what a debt collector was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Stu, a somewhat unfriendly and incompetent individual. Um, we got a horse cart from him to take to horse, which is also a place full of horses. <laughs> uh, yes, we begin this session with you all taking the road, uh, Croft Boulevard, actually, <laughs> uh, through the gate out of east shore okay and on to dwarf walk road and now you are not supposed to take dwarf walk road all the way because that'll take you to yanderhof all right you are supposed yes. to turn off uh when dwarf walk road uh meets another there's another there's a crossroad there's probably a name for this road i don't have it written down um, <laughs> um uh now at the gate uh you know you have your you have your cart mm-hmm. uh rambling along Lenora is driving the cart because the horses like her yes now you have the two horses pulling the cart and so you would have the driver's seat you'd have somebody who can ride uh quote shotgun uh (laughs) we don't have shotguns yet oh uh, who's riding shotgun probably somebody that can make ranged attacks yes would be good good. damien damien damien's riding shotgun uh and then you would have seating in the back of the cart uh, there's probably like a few supplies in there, which are mostly the idea being that you're delivering uh, these two ladies and supplies to Harse. Mm-hmm. And that is your cover story because they're from Harse yeah. and they're also restocking probably their family estates there. And um, and then you have one other horse that was lent to Trinia, but Trinia doesn't necessarily have to ride that horse. Yeah. Um. So do you want Trinia in the cart or do you want Trinia on the horse or do you uh, want two people on the horse or one person on the horse? Uh, up to you. Let's let's have Trinia on the horse and um, maybe Ophelia joins her at some point. Give it time. Give I it time. I want them to be girlfriends. Give it time. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the cart is rambling along up Croft Boulevard Mm -hmm. and you come to the gate and there are a group of guards. um, Some of them clad in red tunics. Ah. Uncharacteristic of the normal guard attire. Mm. Where normally guards would just have, you know, black tabards with the crest of the city on them uh, and, you know, chain mail. Yeah. Plate mail, whatever whatever you have at the given time. Yeah. Uh, chain mail being the most common thing that guards mm-hmm. wear. Uh, these ones, uh, instead of the black tabard with the crest of the city on it, they just have these red tunics. And uh, we learned last time that those are the guards loyal to Queen Eliosa. Yes. And uh, as you're coming out the gate, they will motion for you to pull your cart over to the side. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. Okay. And um, there's a... 
He's a rather gruff-looking man. He comes up to you and goes, uh, uh, do you have papers, uh, for these goods? Yeah, we're just going up to Hearth. Uh, can I see them? We have papers, right? Yeah, there would be, uh, there would be, like, a manifest. Yeah. Uh, there'd be, uh, identification for the two people from Hearth. Yes. Uh, um, because I know Van Carlo gave us all the papers. Yes. Uh, so. And obviously they have convincing fake names. Yes. Uh, that yes. I'm, I didn't write down, but, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, uh Jane Doe. Jane Doe. And, and um, Fake <laughs> Name. <laughs> Okay, Name. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he's going to look over this. He just gives it a quick uh, once-over. Hmm. Sure, uh, a lot of you. Do you need all these people to go to Hars? Yeah. It says here that the only people that are from Hars are these two. Uh, I mean, we thought we'd visit. Oh, uh, okay. Family in the area? Yeah. Where? Oh, you know, um, we're just, uh, we're gonna be stopping by Trots on the way, and, um, you mm. know, Damien, Damien's never been out of the city. We thought we'd take him. Hmm. Uh, first time out of the city and you're going to Harse? Uh... Alright, and, and you see that as he's doing this, he's, he's doing that cop thing, you know, where, where he's looking at your license and registration and then looking at you and pausing for a long time. And frowning at you occasionally. Should I have Lenore roll a bluff check? Uh, no, the papers are doing that for you. Excellent. Yes. He looks at the papers, and he looks at you. And he looks at me. And I look at him. <laughs> and he looks and at he, me. He hands I you back the papers. How long do you expect to be gone? Uh, t three or four days. Mm, all right. Well, uh... Make sure you get a stamp from the council yeah, while you're there. Will do. Saying that you delivered your goods. Thanks for the reminder. There's been uh, some issues with smuggling lately. Oh. We want to make sure that all goods are accounted for. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, on your way. Thank you. <laughs> and you and the horses <laughs> start pulling. Uh. Just Damien rubs his sweaty hands off on his robes. He's like, ah. He goes to wipe his sweaty hands off on his robes, and his robes are drenched in sweat as well. <laughs> he just starts prestidigitating. Okay. And then you are out on the road. Uh, so let me give you a little description of the surrounding area here. Mm. So we are entering into uh, the immediate surroundings of Corvosa. So, I mean, I know you said that I've never actually been out of the city, but you know I've been living in the thief camp for most of my life, so that technically that's outside of the city. Yeah, Damien, but have you ever been past the thief camp? Have you gone elsewhere? Uh... Exactly. We're taking you to Horse. Goodness, how old is he? He's 68. <laughs> and he hasn't been outside of Corvosa. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody took him at some point when he was really little. Yeah. Um, so the area around here mostly consists of, like, rolling hills and open plains. Uh, every now and then there's a few, like, rock formations of of uh, some some old uh, old rock features that were, that have been worn down by wind over the thousands of years that they've been here. 
you know, around the city there's farms, there's some homesteads, there's some things like that. Um, every now and then there's a little grouping of buildings where somebody popped up a church and somebody else popped down a general store. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people, uh, the people that live in the immediate area come to this place to get all their stuff done on, on whatever day they do their shopping and do their worshiping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, you travel like that for probably about 20 miles, and once you're 20 miles away from the city, there's really not much. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you might pass a, a single house with like a little plot of land, mm-hmm. uh, like one farmer mm-hmm. uh, raking uh, in the uh, dirt. Boy, am I glad I don't live in Corvosa. That place is a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> As the pigs <laughs> uh, and, and shit everywhere. <laughs> Yep, that plays the real pigsty. <laughs> As you can see that he's been wading through the pig uh, paddock, uh, p- probably up to his knees. Yep, this is still better. This is definitely better. I'm happy with the choices in my life that have led me to this point. This was the best possible outcome for my life. <laughs> and, um, hold up, roll some dice. Seems pretty calm. Should I have people roll perception? Yeah. Roll perception. Alrighty. Uh, and every now and then you would pass by. There's like little stands of trees. There's no major forests in the area. Um, the closest forest uh, is quite a ways to the north. Clack, clack, not rocks. Clack, clack, clack. Say the old incantation. Oh no. What'd you get? I, I didn't roll very well. Oh no. Um, okay, let's start at the bottom and work our way up. Lenore rolled a natural one for a total of seven. Uh Damien rolled an eight for a total of nine. Uh-huh. Unia rolled a seven for a total of eleven. And Ophelia, uh, Who's the only person who rolled decently? Rolled a fifteen. Okay. For a total of twenty-one. Okay. So twenty-three. So with a total of with a total of twenty-three. Just yeah. Slide it right you under you the just water. you know you're you're sort of you're sort of like looking out over the edge of the wagon every now and then, watching as the clouds roll by and other stuff just rolls by. <laughs> Lenora's uh, uh, telling stories about. Uh, how she um, traveled these same roads uh, with her husband as they moved from Karamaga down to Corvosa. Eventually, Trinia will... Uh, is she on the horse, or is yes, she... Yes, Trinia's on the horse. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Trinia will eventually pull up alongside the cart and just go, So... I... You know, I realized that our first meeting wasn't the best... Um, but I have also realized that you're not to blame for that. And so I thought this might be a good time to, uh, maybe get to know you? Uh, maybe you guys can get to know me? Sure, sure, um... So, so, um... Hi. I know um, you guys have been working for the guard, obviously. Yeah. Since that's how we met. But then the guard didn't want to bring me in? So, um, yeah, Actually, that have was... I described Trinia? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't believe that I've given Trinia a good description. Uh, Trinia is a rather wispily built uh, woman. Uh, her hair sort of like 
sort of like blown off to one side. Uh, she's actually right now wearing a wig of red curls with like a little sun hat around it. Uh, usually she wears a shirt of chain mail and like a little red leather jerkin over it. Uh, but right now she is wearing those things, but they are covered in uh, like a heavy traveling cloak uh, and shirt just to sort of mask both her features and what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would uh, have glanced uh, before she put these things on that she has like a little dagger tucked into her belt, a bunch of potion vials, a little wand uh, mm. at her side. Uh, and she has a dagger that, actually she has a couple daggers. Uh, one of them looks quite nice. It glows faintly. Ooh. Uh, and her, her wrists are decked with uh, bracelets. Uh, and she wears a nice little copper necklace. Trinia, well. Trinia's glowing dagger glows when bards are near. She <laughs> just thinks it, it glows. Useful. I thought it would be useful so that I would know how to stay away from bards. <laughs> Boy, I didn't think that through. <laughs> um, she says that, and you all feel a little inspired. <laughs> um, Lenore is... Uh, yeah, that was a whole thing. I actually spent a lot of that time focusing really hard on trying to tackle you, so maybe somebody else can explain. <laughs> uh, and she goes back to trying to drive the cart um, and succeeding. Uh, we'll just say she's she, d- she doesn't have to roll for that. Um, and um, uh, Not until you get into a stressful situation. Yeah! Uh, Siren will um, um, Poke her head out of the um, of the. Uh, is this is this cart like covered or? No, it's it's open on top. Oh, okay, Siren will uh, sit up in the cart uh, and look out at Trinia. Um, yeah. So that whole thing. Um, basically, um, Cressida, you know the guard captain. Um, or the uh, Cressida uh, Croft. Yeah, yeah. Um, she never really thought that you were guilty. Um, okay. you know, she was sort of under the impression from the whole situation that you were being falsely accused. Um, and well, that's great because I kind of was. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, and um, she she told us that we had to go get you before the mob did. Well, I appreciate that. I, I've been trying to stay off the streets ever since all this stuff uh, started getting bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. you know, I'm... I'm a painter. I don't really have a lot that I can do except run away. Yeah, I, um, we didn't get a whole lot of time to look at what you were doing at, at your paintings and stuff, but we ran into some people on the way up to your um, to your flat, and they all like you a lot. They uh, were protecting you. Know, I try you. to help out. Um, they wanted to make sure that you were safe. You know, they're good folks. Uh, oh, um... There was a lady, um, down on the first floor, little old lady. Yeah. Um, she wants her oven mitt back. Oh. Uh, hey, funny story, uh, totally unrelated. Um, you guys don't know Make Whole, do you? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, Unia. They kind of got caught on fire. Unia, um, holds out their hand. I do know mending, if that is sufficient. I know mending, uh. That's, it's not enough. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Well. Look, look. Let's just say I didn't think that oven mitts would catch on fire <laughs> when right next to the stove. I was convinced that because they're made for handling hot things, they would be fine. And then they caught on fire while I was in the other room. Nothing else got burned. 
It was totally fine. <laughs> but the oven mitts are basically unsalvageable. Oh no. And oh. I, I I don't want to break it to Gretchen uh that I destroyed her oven mitts, but um I don't really know what else to do. Oh um goodness. Um well maybe Harse will have some oven mitts for sale and we can go drop them off for her. I think you'd probably have better luck shopping in Corvosa. Hmm. You'd think that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. It's it's been a little while since you've been out. Yeah, I've been it's, sort of uh It's a it's kind of a mess. I mean, I was out before uh you chased me. So yeah, I know what it was like then. It's gotten worse. Like, Oof. significantly worse. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, Vin Carlo was telling me a little bit about it. Um, yeah. He told me, uh, she sort of glances toward Patilia. He told me about some of the stuff that happened. And yeah. You notice Patilia has been very quiet for most of this. Yeah. Um, uh, Tridia just goes, yeah, um, you know, I... I guess I get why they tried to pin this stuff on me. You know, I was an unknown element, and... What's the easy story, you know? Yeah. Some poor girl decides that she's going to come in and rob the powerful nobles of everything they have. It's, uh... It's definitely something that I've heard before. Gosh. I, you know, I really thought when I got this job painting the king that this would be my break. I would paint a portrait of the king that would go up in the halls and people would look at it and go, oh my God, that's so amazing. Look at how they captured its likeness. And then more nobles would want work from me. And instead, a power-hungry monarch decided to blame you for everything that's gone wrong in the city since she became queen. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, it's... Then Carlo tells me that the people in horse are good. Yeah. That's... Well, I mean, apparently they like horses a whole lot, so... Yeah, they name, like, everything after horses there. Yeah. What is that about? I don't... I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of wondering even if horse is how they say horse there. Yeah, I think it's a local accent thing. Oh no! It's like horse. You're gonna need to pick up a local accent. Oh god! <laughs> how good are you at acting? Sweet Desna, please no. <laughs> I mean, um, I do have an act. Uh, oh. Yeah, I've I've uh, it's just a little something that I've been working on. Um, here. Uh, these are taken from a forum on D&D Beyond. <laughs> she just looks at, okay, 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 here, try this one, try okay, this okay, one, try okay, this okay, one. Okay. An elf, a halfling, and a human are locked up in a dwarvish stronghold and sentenced to a year in private cells. The dwarves, uh, as an act of kindness, decide that they should allow the prisoners one request before their long year in solitary. Uh, the elf asks for a year's supply of fine wine. The, dwarv the dwarves uh, begrudgingly provide him with several hundred bottles. The halfling asks for a year's supply of whiskey. The dwarves provide him with thousands of bottles. The <laughs> human asks for a year's supply of fine cigars, which the dwarves gladly provide. 
After a year, the prisoners are released. First, the door to the elves' cell is, uh... No, that shouldn't be elves. This is very poorly written. First, uh, the door, the door, sorry, I'm working on my material. Uh, I wrote this on a napkin while I was in Ben Carlo's place. It's okay. Uh, I, I understand so, the light's pretty dim down there. Yeah. So first, uh, the door, to, the door to the elf cell is opened. He staggers out and with the last bottle of wine in his hand, collapses to the ground, dead from alcohol poisoning. Oh no. Then they open the halfling's cell uh, to find that she has already met a similar fate. Oh no. Now by this time, Every dwarf in the in, in the entire mountain is excited to see what sort of state the human is in. After all the various bets have been made, the door to the cell is open. The human strides out and asks, Hey, any of you guys got a light? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Okay, 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 how about this one? An alchemist, a rogue, and a barbarian are walking through a dungeon when a massive, foul-smelling cloud washes over them. The alchemist coughs. Wow, who died in here? The barbarian throws the rogue over his shoulder and says, Him. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Lenore, Lenore sort of looks back. Hey, some of us have a little bit more control than that. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, it's comedy. You have to punch somewhere. <laughs> it's okay. I have lots of hit points. Yeah, that's why you punch. That's why you punch the barbarians. <laughs> that's, no, no, that's it's funny. It's funny because I was the rogue in the dungeon who died. <laughs> oh my god, you died! Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like died, died. Yeah, like died, died. Uh, everybody else in the cart looks kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, it was, um, uh, we were fighting some undead in the Grey District, and, um, it didn't go very well. Um, but I'm okay now. Um, my friends are all very You're wonderful. You're fighting undead in the Grey District? Yeah. Shouldn't you just leave that to the harassments? Um, we were looking for a serial killer. Uh, Trinia sort of, uh, has this bemused face. Sorry, She's that... Like, is this related to you guys, when you guys were looking for me? No, no, no. Um, this is a different, a totally different story throughout. Oh, you guys get a, get around a lot, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that that killed the mood a lot more than I was expecting. Um, yeah. I should probably leave the comedy to you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I do my best. You, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. And uh, she sort of giggles a little bit at that, uh, like, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh, another funny story. Um, I used to tell people that I had a girlfriend, but I don't actually have one. I mean, uh huh. yeah, um, you know. That's not that funny of a story. That's no. actually kind of sad. Oh, well. Um, Did you tell people that she lived in a doll? Um, <laughs> you know, I should have. Or Ustalav? I should have. You don't want to date uh, Ustalavic girls. Oh, oh, why not? <sighs> Half of them are vampires. Oh, that's that's probably a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> that might be kind of interesting. I don't know. The other half are werewolves. Oh. <laughs> so no Ustalavic girls. Uh, no. Write that down. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, are you from Corvosa? Oh, you know, I've... <sighs> yeah... Yeah? I, uh, kind of grew up, uh, on my own. 
You're not secretly an Ustalavic werewolf, are you? <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, no. No, no, I'm, I'm not. At least as far as I know. Oh, goodness. Though well, uh, every full moon I'd black out and can't remember a thing. But, oh, uh, no. Oh, oh, dear. That might be the drinking. Oh. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> oh. Praise Kate and Kalian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Lenore shouts back, praise Kate and Kalian. And so this this continues on for yeah. a while. Uh, yeah. And you travel for about three days. Yes. And night falls, you make camp. Uh, Trinia actually offers to cook. Uh, and Ooh, yes, please. And Damien pulls out the sustaining spoon and Lenore puts his hand down. <laughs> And after a little while, <laughs> oh, you're not gonna burn the oven mitts again, are you? Uh, so, uh, let me see. Does she have survival? She doesn't have survival. She just goes, All right, so what I need to do is hold on. <laughs> what do we have to work with here? Uh, we have the rations. I brought some fruit from home. Um, well, Damien says I brought some spices. It. It's like jerky and uh, <laughs> I brought sage, so we can have jerky with sage. Uh, apples, bananas. Uh, that's all I have. Jerky, apples. What is this like? What is this like? Um, that's hard tack. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Um, well, there's your dinner. <laughs> I cooked it. Look. Take some of the sage, rubs it on the beef jerky. Look, it's good now. <laughs> Lenore looks Look. at Lenore looks at the sage rub jerky. Could be worse. <laughs> Could have been Look, Ophelia's uh, cooking. Give me a break here. Most of <laughs> most of the cooking that I do involves going to the corner store, finding something that they've already made, and then heating it up over a small flame in my apartment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lenore made us eggs seven days in a row. Hey, at least you got eggs. <laughs> yeah, at least we got eggs, Unia. <laughs> um, the the night passes. Uh, you take watches. Uh, yes. I sh should I roll for taking watches? All right. Um. Well, we all have dark vision, so let's just uh, take the people who have the highest. Actually, did you want to stay at the inn? Trots? Oh, um, that you said that was like twelve miles yeah. up the road. Uh, we went twenty miles, so okay. no. Um, yeah, I don't want to stay at a place called Trots anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably not really worth it. <laughs> um, all right, so um, one person keeping watch, two people keeping watch. What do you? Yeah, best would probably be we got you got uh, six people here, so yeah, okay. Uh, um. So let's have Lenore take first watch with, um, maybe, uh, Trinia? Uh, sure. Yeah. Trinia Ophelia, or, uh, Siren is like, I should take first watch. And Lenore's, you should get some sleep. No, I want to take first watch. Are you actually going to take first watch? Or are you going to spend the entire time flirting with her? <laughs> oh, calls out. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll go sleep. Goodness. <laughs> uh, so Lenore... Rolled slightly better on that perception check than she did before. I uh, got a 17. Okay. Hours pass. You know, Siren, she's a good kid. Moon rises. Just saying. 
Oh, what's the, what's the moon phase right now? Hold on. I think it's uh, it's like it's a full moon. <gasps> oh no! Oh shit! You turn up, you look over, and suddenly a Trinia transforms into a werewolf. No, no. everyone, roll for initiative. No, no, no. <laughs> she's she's totally fine. Um, so yeah, the watch passes uh, mostly without events. You do actually hear some wolf howls in the distance. <laughs> Maybe you, they're werewolves. How do you Maybe tell the difference between werewolves? How do you tell the difference between a uh, a werewolf and uh, an actual wolf? I don't know how. Uh, I was hoping you had a joke. Oh, I had one about werewolves. Hold on, let me. She starts flipping through her joke book. <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I don't. I could swear that I had something written for this. Oh my god, I do. <gasps> What do you call a lost lycanthrope? I don't know what. A werewolf. <laughs> Sorry, it was it was it was better if we weren't already talking about werewolves. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know. What do you call a found lycanthrope? I don't know what. Uh, a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's so derivative. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, Edgar would have laughed, but he always laughed at my. Was Edgar? Uh, long story. Well, we're taking watch together, so. Uh, he was my husband. Oh. Uh, the serial killer we're looking for got him. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, I'm trying to. Oh, you guys got a lot going on, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh we've we've all got a lot going on. Um So what's um you and Siren, I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on, you know, you tackle people. Yeah, I'm and good at Siren people. uh you know. She sneaks around she and, sneaks around and uh, falls off things. Yeah, she's really good at falling off of things. Yeah. I on the other hand am really bad at falling off of things. Mm, you know, I guess you you just need more practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just not enough to kill you. Or, or a rope. A rope would be nice. Rope is good. Uh, you know, that's the first thing that, that I learned uh, uh, when, I, when I started uh, running around the shingles. Always carry a rope with you. Yeah. And a grappling hook if you can get one. Oh, gosh. I don't have one. I don't have one either. Well, I guess we're fucked then. <laughs> well, uh, we don't have anything to fall off here, so... Yeah, it's pretty flat out here. Yeah. I feel very exposed. Uh, well. I'm used to, you know, buildings around me. Yeah. It's it's weird. I grew up in Caramago, which is mostly underground. Um, when oh. we moved to Corvosa, it took me a while just to get used to looking up and seeing the sky. Wow. Yeah. I've never been to Caramago. It's... You know how Corvosa's messed up? Uh, I'm guessing Kermaga Car- is great and perfect and no, nothing's wrong? Kermaga Car- is like Corvosa, but add undead slaves. Oh. Yeah. That's really bad. Yep. It's a... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, everybody wow. there t- seems to think it's okay, and it's just part of how they do things, and I never got used to it, even as a kid huh. uh, growing up there, and... Uh, yeah, Edgar and I got out of there as soon as we got engaged. Um, oh my gosh. How long ago was that? Uh, that was, uh, you know, 10 years ago. Oh. 
When did he die? Just uh, killed. Couple months uh, back. Oh my gosh. Like, like. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, I for a while I tried not to talk about it to anyone, and because uh, I didn't want people's sympathy. But <laughs> I feel like talking. That's a about lot to it, go through, though. I feel like talking about it. Um, yeah helps it you know helps it feel like the stuff that we did together and the things that we did for each other and the things i remember about him still matter mm. but yeah well i mean uh you know once we're gone all we have are the stories about us so yeah uh, i think you should tell them yeah i'm, I'm trying well you know sometimes it's hard Make it that. I, uh, I mean, I've never really had people to lose. Uh, I didn't know my parents oh. grew up in Scrapper Hall. I, uh, learned really quick, uh, the best thing you can do is make people laugh, because if you can make them laugh, uh, they don't punch you or lock you in a privy for a day. Jeez. Yeah, they used to do that. Sorry. Yeah, you know. Uh, then I started to make them laugh, and they didn't want to. They didn't want to bully me anymore. I mean, you're really good at making people laugh. <laughs> I've had a lot of practice at this point. Yeah. <sighs> it's a survival mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you know you live in the shingles. You'll try to find anything that'll help you survive. Yeah. This uh rage thing I can do now didn't used to be able to do it hmm. I had I think I just have a lot of feelings I need to work rage through. is a powerful motivator I hear that uh, a lot of people channel their rage into pretty powerful stuff yeah yeah I just it's mostly common among the kellets yeah um, I'm no kellet but hmm. uh, it's um, you know they don't look like a Kellid. Yeah, I've. I think I've just got a lot of stuff I need to work through, and sometimes I think about losing the people who I'm close to now, and it. Um, I can't stand it. Hmm. And. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so just she just sort of looks into the fire. So your watch continues. Mm, you know, every now and then talking a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, who's taking second watch? Uh, Ophelia uh, will get up mm -hmm. as Siren um, and uh, um, get get ready to take watch. Uh, okay. She'll come over and tap Lenore on the shoulder and let her go, ah, 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 Gods, don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Amazing. <laughs> um, so, uh, Trinia, you can head to bed. She gets some sleep. Yeah. Um, or you could stay and talk if you want. I should get some sleep. Okay. <laughs> um, should Damien get up and also take watch then? Yeah, Damien. Uh, Unia. I don't know. Whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I suppose Unia could. Uh, Unia, it's up to you. Unia has better perception. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Poor um, Damien. All right. Let's roll. So, clack, 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 clack. Ooh. 
Ooh, that's some good rolling. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, so Ophelia uh, got a 24 and Unia got a 19. Okay. So 26. So for most of the night, it's pretty quiet. Yeah. Uh, uh, Unia and Ophelia don't talk much. <laughs> they, no, they, they, they are both the sort to enjoy uh, sitting in silence. Yeah. Uh, fire crackling away. Embers shooting up into the night sky, dancing with the stars. It's a full moon tonight. Just like that Indeed. famous show that goes on in uh, <laughs> at the uh, at the amphitheater, <laughs> dancing with the stars, <laughs> featuring all of your favorite nobles. Uh, well, mostly it's the B-list nobles who don't have anything going on right now. Uh, I bet the tides are high. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Goodness. Unia. Uh, I noticed how you were interacting with Miss Sabor. What do you mean? You know exactly what I mean. I can see you're blushing even through your mask. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's cute. What can I say? Um, are you going to tell her? <laughs> uh, tell her about Ophelia? Yes, I imagine keeping this sort of secret in a romantic relationship or really any sort of intimate relationship would be difficult or at the very least inadvisable. Uh, you know, I, I feel like it's not really something you bring up on the first date. Oh, by the way, I'm actually uh, secretly two different people because I don't want people who know me as Ophelia to know that I do vigilante stuff. Like, I, I feel like you tell about a secret like that and they wonder what other sorts of things you're hiding from them. Maybe I just need her to get used to me one way first before I talk to her about being another way. I... I don't know. I've never done this before. It was a lot easier to just pretend I had a girlfriend and that we'd already worked everything out. <laughs> you haven't even asked her out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> well, I advise you before you attempt to begin anything with Miss Sabor that you figure out what sort of person you want to be. I guess. Okay, on that note, the first light of dawn begins to crest uh, the mountains, uh, the Mindspin Mountains to the east, uh, and rises, peeking through the blood-sworn veil. Blood-sworn veil? Yeah. <laughs> and reflecting off one of the distant rivers that you can probably see, because I imagine you're camped on like a hilltop or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And as, the, as these rays of light touch upon the hills... Of Corvosa's domain. Hmm. What about you that shadowy place? That is Nadal. <laughs> <laughs> you must never go there. <laughs> never. Ever. Don't go there. That's... It's... You don't want to go there. Actually, uh... Yeah, you just see this looming shadow to the south over the tops of the mountains that you find to the south. And you just go, don't go that way. Don't <laughs> that go is that bad. Don't go that way. You thought Chiliax was bad. Nidol is worse. Yes. Um, now, uh, you see a cloud 
illuminated over top of one of, a cloud of dust rising from the road to the northwest. Oh. And there is a rider. Oh, we barreling tor- barreling down the road. Um, let, let's um Lenore, um Damien, Trinia, um Patilia. Huh? Yeah. Uh, um we we have uh, company. Um uh, I never thought I'd get to say that. Um uh, everybody starts getting up and donning their armor and such uh, as this rider rapidly approaches. Uh, and as he does so, uh, you can see a look of desperation on his face. He's a desperado. Uh, he's a desperado. <laughs> uh, as this man rides towards you. And I would like to welcome to the game our good friend and longtime collaborator, Mr. Sam Newmark, everyone. Hey. Hey. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sam. Hi, Deft. Hi, Rain. Hello. Uh, Sam, would you like to tell me about this man riding the horse, barreling down upon our heroes? The man riding the horse. As he gets closer in the, the dawn light, you see a short, cropped shock of blonde hair. His overcoat billowing behind him. His horse laden with a very heavy saddlebag. It's actually the way it's distributed. It's kind of making the horse lean to one side a little bit, which is very poorly done. It's tuned for lean. (laughs) That poor horse. It's hard to tell, but on his hip, it looks like it's a very large sword. Like, not quite a great sword. But a good sword. But a very good sword. Um, it's definitely not just an okay sword. It, it's it's <laughs> of decent quality. We'll call it a good sword. Noticeable thing about him is this look of desperation on his face. He's got these haunting yellowish gray eyes and a massive scar going through his left eye over his cheek. Mm. And it, this this look of desperation. He's it's just a scowl of like fury and confusion and yeah he doesn't look friendly despite being so far away and he's like staring right at all of you like you can't even see his face that well and he draws his sword but for this. Draws his, like, <laughs> fixated on your camp uh, and he um, just you see the horse just rear around and ride right at you Damien pulls out his cards <laughs> Trinia draws uh, a mithril dagger Lenore pulls out her faux shard Unia pulls out their falcata, and Siren pulls out their dueling or pulls out her dueling sword. Um, and, and the man is now he's now within a ranged attack range. <laughs> um, actually, uh, fifth range increment. Your party looks like they're about to attack. Um, they've pulled out. They've pulled out their weapons. Um, Damien. Um. Is, has not uh, prepared to fire his cards. Um, has he charged the, them with uh, arcane energy? No, he hasn't. Uh, the man is still riding towards you, and when he sees uh, you all in battle stance, Rain, he's going to ready an action. Are you continuing forward? He is continuing forward. Okay. Are you drawing your weapon? He is not drawing his weapon yet. Okay, so he readies an action. Okay. Uh, what action are you readying? Uh, Lenore, if, Lenore, because you do actually have to. If an attack is made at him, he will do something. 
Lenore is going to move in front of everyone else um, and have not not it, she isn't holding her faux shard out to like poke or anything. She's she's got it, but she's got it sort of in front of her, sort of blocking the rest of the Actually, party. Uh, yeah. Would you would you like to describe what this man sees at your camp? Yeah. Yes. What does this man um, see? So. Um, you're coming towards the camp. The camp has some embers of a fire that uh, was allowed to burn down low, uh, probably in preparation for being covered with sand um, before they leave. There's a cart. Um, you might be able to see like um, a, a floppy sun hat of uh, Patilia as she's hiding in the cart, uh, being a non-combatant um, woman with uh, black hair, uh, kind of probably from your distance. A uh, little hard to tell. Um, uh, looks human yeah um, um and standing in front uh there are there's sort of a motley looking band of uh of five five people now i guess um uh there's there's a uh a lavender colored tiefling holding a deck of cards who's sort of standing off to one side he looks scared but not aggressive um little curved He's like got magenta, little, yeah, little curved horns. magenta horns, um, and um, next to him is uh, a lady in um, sort of dark clothing and a mask. Um, uh, it looks like um, she might be um, standing there to protect him if anybody comes too close. Um, she's got a long curved sword. Uh, of uh, it looks like uh, if you if you're familiar, it looks like it's from uh, some sort of Aldori uh, dueling sword construction, and um, trying to stand in front of everybody is a uh, large, uh, a tall and sort of brawny um, woman with a Verisian yeah, woman. Yeah, Verisian woman with a large uh, pole arm. Um, sort of standing in front of everyone. Um, from there, you can probably see like very faint, flickering rainbow lights uh, floating around her in the in the dawn air. And um, behind her, and uh, off to the side a little bit, sort of looking over her shoulder, is a um, slightly shorter individual with a big scar going up the side of their face. Um, maybe the two of you can be scar buddies. Um, <laughs> Their their hair uh, shaved on that side uh, to give the uh, scar room to breathe, as it uh, were. And um, they're holding a a sort of curved one handed blade. It looks like it's uh, it's kind of got like a chopping uh, handle. And then there's Trinia, uh, who I'm not sure Trinia, how she's standing. Trinia would be in the back, kind of. And she has a dagger in one hand, and in the other hand, there's a little. She has a little book. And she's and she's sort of like with the dagger, hold, holding the dagger with with three fingers. She's flipping through page, pages with her pinky, going, "Hold on, I have something for this. I have something for this. <laughs> Got it. Uh, all right." And you can see that she she has she's like looking at the book and looking at you to see how close you are. <laughs> and fourth oh. range increment. When, Third range increment. When he gets within 60 feet, Lenore's going to go, Hey! Stopping there is probably a good idea. The rider will. You see him rear up, and the horse whinnies. 
and stops there. The man does not get off the horse, though. What do you want? Are you all adventurers? Yes. I need your help. Okay. Um, this... Is this the part where we all put our weapons away? Well, that depends. Are you gonna plan to kill me and take my horse? No. Then this is the part where we put our weapons away. Alright. And you all put your weapons away. Yeah, we all away. put our weapons away. You can come closer now, I I guess. As he rides closer, you see that he had a hand on the unusually heavy side saddlebag that he now Ooh. removes as he puts his head back on the reins. Ah. <laughs> What's in the bag? And as he gets closer, um, you actually see something emblazoned on his shirt. A symbol. Oh. Ah, uh, yes, I actually have the symbol oh. at the ready. Oh. Ah, uh, yes. So, you see a symbol that looks like a five-pointed star that has been bent midway through the prongs of the star. And, and uh, each, each prong is tipped with gold. Most of it looks to be made of gray stone. Uh, and then at the center, there is a golden ring with a series of gold teeth all pointing inwards. Okay. Uh, surrounded by a gray, all of this surrounded by a solid looking gray circle. Can I make a knowledge local check? Uh, this would actually be... History? Nobility? I think nobility. Okay. Be, uh, religion might be able to get it for you. Okay. Well, um... No, knowledge nobility is actually probably my best skill for this. So, um, let's. Should I just have everybody roll? Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, this is independent checks. Yes. You're not adding yes. each other on this. Yes. Clack clack math rocks. Clack clack clack. Oh, okay. Um, so um, we'll just start at the top. Uh, Damien got a nineteen. Uh, Unia okay. and Lenore both got 18s. Okay. And uh, Ophelia got a uh, six. <laughs> Ophelia looks at it and goes, I have no idea what that is. That's that's a star. That's a star? <laughs> I know, it's Aslanti. Aslanti liked stars, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, uh, there's a, yeah. Uh, no, uh, the, the, those of you who got uh, 18s and higher... So it, with an 18, you're not entirely sure what it is, but it definitely seems to have symbolism. You know, the star definitely reminds you of the star of Asmodeus, but it is not that yeah. the gold it, it's gilded in a way that kind of reminds you of, uh, you know, Abadaran symbolism. Mm. Uh, but even then it's not right. But the, the, the harsh geometric shapes that says Torag. Uh, and who got a 19? Uh, Lenore got a 19. Lenore with your 19. You go, that's a hell knight order. That's, that's the God claw. He's a hell knight order of the God claw. Order of the what? It's uh, five uh, gods. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't really know the details of it. You know that the order of the God claw is a hell knight order um, consisting of a mix of the, dogmas of five gods uh you know 
uh, Abadar, Asmodeus, uh, Yamade, Irori, and Torag. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't really know the details of their, you know, manifesto. Yeah. With a 19, you you know the name. Yeah. And you know that it's a Hell Knight order. Be careful. Uh and you know that you know that they they are called the god claw because each each of these prongs represents one of the different yeah, deities. Yeah. Siren don't try to steal anything. Um uh what sort of uh thing do you need help with today, friend? And as he gets off the horse and approaches, he's he's not super tall, he's about 5'11. Uh he approaches and uh the name is Jeremiah Palmquin. I'm a horse rancher, potato farmer, and tea kettle koozie maker. And a hell knight. Former hell knight. Oh. Okay. Um, Nice to meet you. Uh, We are are the cover of night, and we're taking these two fine ladies to Harse. I'm from Harse. Oh. I'm a horse rancher. Uh... Uh, you're a horse ranger? I said horse, not horse. Uh, <laughs> a horse, of course. Siren leads into uh, turning a... So about that local accent you're going to need to learn. <laughs> Trinia starts taking notes. <laughs> Got a goblin problem. Goblin problem. I keep uh, stealing or killing or trying to eat my horses. And my potatoes. And ruining my tea kettle koozies. <laughs> Goblins, you know, they're they're fiends for tea kettle koozies. If my tea kettle koozie uh, business don't take off, how can I start making oven mitts? Oven mitts. Amazing. <laughs> at that at that Trinia's ears perk up. You say you make oven mitts. I say we do whatever this man wants. You are our new best friend. <laughs> yeah, um, so goblins are being goblins near your house. Uh, actually, do you want to do you want to go over why you're heading this way? Why are you folks out here approaching Harse? Uh, I already said we're uh, taking these two ladies to Harse. Uh, of course. Cars. Sam, it's so nice to have you here. It's nice to be here, Daft. Mm. Uh, I. Rain approached and said, hey, you want to do, do a guest job, guest star? And I was like, yes. And he said, you want to do this thing? And I yeah, went, we're getting out of the city? I got to think for that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting out of the city. I figured this would now be a nice time to uh, introduce one of, our, one of our great friends. He's one of our oldest friends. And I say that both in terms of uh, the amount of time that we've known him and, uh, <laughs> and his general temperament as well. <laughs> Get Sam off my was, lawn. Sam's a man who was... <laughs> Sam is a man who was born old. Yeah, yes. Um, you know, younger than us, but also older. We love you, Sam. Yeah, I love you guys too. No! That's that's why I play games with you guys. No! Yeah, we're taking we're taking these ladies to Harse. Uh, I got a friend there. Uh, I got friends in Harse too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you happen to know uh, Jason Adriel? Just son Adriel. Uh, y- yeah, you know, you know him. He's know. a decent, decent guy. Lives, uh, lives up the road a piece from you. He's a nice guy. Buys potatoes from me. Nice. Yep. Good. He, All right. uh, he has a horse. He has a horse ranch. 
He's got a horse ranch up the road. Much like many of the people in horse. <laughs> I love this. Wait, are, are you calling- are you saying it's a horse ranch because it's a ranch near horse? Or are, are you saying they horse? horses? They got horses. <laughs> what do you want from me? They got horses. I'm a horse rancher. He's a horse rancher. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> Lenore pinches the space between her eyebrows. Okay. Okay. That's all right. I get hold it. On, hold on. Trinia rolls linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Trinia's not trained in linguistics. What kind of fucking bard is she? Damien's like, I can't believe the accent drifts this far so close out of the city. This is amazing. Well, you're, you're I can city hardly folks. understand what he's saying. You're them city um, folks. Damien's gonna roll linguistics. That was cocked. Uh, oh! Oh! <laughs> Natural twenty for a total of twenty-six. <laughs> is he saying? Is he? Is he saying uh, horse rancher, or is he saying uh, rancher from horse? Horse rancher. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's saying horse rancher. I mean, horse. <laughs> now, now for the rest of the conversation. Ranch, every, ta every time, every uh, time, every time uh, Jeremiah says horse, uh, Damien chimes in with with whether or not he's <laughs> he's referring to the town or referring to the animal. <laughs> because that's a thing that Damien would do. Just interrupts conversation to be like, "That's about the town." <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just muttering town. Horse. <laughs> yeah. Horse. That's so obnoxious. Down. I love it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Please continue with your scene. What's going on in the city? I've been there in about a month. Um, if you're planning on going in, you should probably turn back around. Um, it's a mess there. Uh, the king died. Oh. Uh, which, you know, everybody was sort of expecting, but he died sooner than everyone was expecting and under mysterious circumstances. Mm. And the queen took over, but... And, you know, everybody was sort of expecting her to be, like, sort of a, um, an unprepared child queen sort of situation because she's only, like, 20 years old. Don't ask me. I'm a 20-year-old and I'm totally competent. But uh, she's... Um, She's really locked things down. She's making her own personal army. She's, uh, it's, it's getting scary there. Mm. And it's, um, yeah. Yeah, um. It's probably best to stay in Hearse. Uh, Jer Jeremiah, for the information that you know, uh, you heard about the king dying. Uh, you heard that there was uh, a lot of rioting in the city after the king died. Mostly people aren't happy about the new queen. They think she's too young. Uh, they think she's not going to know what to do with uh, being in charge. You also know that it's been uh, about two weeks since uh, the last Sable Company patrol came through Hars. Uh, if you want to share that information, you can, but not necessarily. I mean, it's been, normally, I'd go with the Sable Company, but, you know, it's been a couple weeks since I last saw them. Oh, yeah. She disbanded that. Well, now are we going to get to help us out in Hars? Hold on, wait, she hasn't fully disbanded the table. Oh, company. she hasn't? She's just, oh. um... She's defunded that. She took it over. Yes. Um, it's... Well... They're, they're not doing a lot of stuff outside the city these days. Well, she is the law now, so I guess that is within her right. Um, but you said you needed help? I got goblins raiding my horse ranch. Oh, uh, Damien goes, horse. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Ophelia says... Uh, so, um, how far is that from here? Well, I've been riding about, about 
20-ish. About 20 miles. 30 miles, maybe. Not um, too far. Not by horse, horse, but walking pretty far. By horse, not horse. too far. Yeah, about 40 miles, and, actually. And then you, but you, you saw us and you rode toward us with all speed because... Well, you're the first people I've seen outside a horse. Down. Wow. This is really a deserted road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, sure. We'll, we'll help, right? We'll help. And uh, uh, Siren looks back, and everybody sort of nodding, including Yunia. Um, uh, she looks to Trinia. Do you, do you want to help this person, or should we just uh, should we keep going? <laughs> I say we don't help him. Good <laughs> luck with your thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, you are our guest. No, I think we should help. It sounds important. Okay. If you help um, me, you're welcome to any tea kettle koozies or other mitts you like. But hold on, you used to be a Hell Knight? I was an armager, rank and file. Okay. Way out in the Echo Wood, out of Fort Inevitable. Echo Wood. Hold on, I'm gonna have Trinia roll uh, a knowledge geography for that. Uh, she is not trained in knowledge geography. Echo Wood. Yeah, I know where that is. Damien is trained in knowledge geography. Come on, Damien. Obviously, I know where the Echo Wood is, and I just don't want to tell y'all. Oh, also, um, Lenore is trained in knowledge geography. Uh, <laughs> she's got a zero modifier to it, but... It's probably a, pr a decently high check. Yeah, um, uh, Damien rolled an 18 for a total of 24, and okay. Lenore got a 13. Yeah, it's, it's sort of in the triangle um, of uh, the River Kingdoms, Numeria, and Ustalav. Mm. Um, more... More along the Numeria River Kingdoms border, it hugs the southern border of Numeria between Numeria and the River Kingdoms. Mm -hmm. But it stays um, out of Numeria because that place sucks for forests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, basically Numeria draws its border along the northern edge of the Echo Wood. The only part of Numeria that goes south of Echo Wood is a castle called Castle Urien. Mm. Which, more on that in Iron Gods. Not <laughs> Uh, the Echo Wood's actually really far from here. Why are you here, here, instead of there, here? Well, I was given leave to go tend to events of family of Vanna Corvosa, and then I was contracted as a horse rancher. Of course. <laughs> and I've been there ever since. Oh, um. My commanding officer, Signifier Heist, has given me permission. So you're a former Hell Knight in that you have been relieved of duty. That is correct. To ranch horses. Horses, yes. And horse. <laughs> okay. So as far as Hell Knight stuff goes, you're not currently Hell Knighting, but you may be called upon to Hell Knight whenever that is whenever I am required. most desired. I must obey any word I give. All right. That is both my blessing and my curse. Okay. Um, well, uh, I I think we can probably help you with the goblin problem at your horse, horse ranch. Uh, um, and can I sense motive on his story, actually? Sure. <laughs> uh, oh, um, uh, Sam Roll Bluff. Yeah. Uh, uh, sure. And uh, we'll have we'll just I'll just have uh, everybody just, roll. Just uh, 
I think I believe I do this in Iron Gods as well, but uh, I always have people roll bluff when when you sense motive, just to make sure that people can't just go, oh, you rolled a bluff. That means you're lying. Unia got a twenty, um, and uh, Lenore got a got an eighteen, and Damien got a fifteen, and Ophelia got a fourteen. Um, What's your highest? Uh, twenty. Seems legit. Yep. All right. Okay. Um, well, I don't... Damien's going to turn to the rest of the party, sort of talking more quietly, although he's not very good at talking quietly. Um, I don't think he's here to do anything obnoxious in Hell Nighty, so, um, we can probably help him. (laughs) (laughs) I just want help from my horse ranch. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, you weren't supposed to hear that. I'm sorry. Uh, we we trust you. (laughs) Um, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go help this guy. Uh, so it's, it's probably about 30 miles before you pick up the trail of the goblins. Something I forgot to say, uh, when he, when uh, Jeremiah got off the horse, he grabbed the saddlebag and put it on his back. Hmm. Always keeping contact with the bag. As we're on our way there, Unia, uh, will, uh, turn to Jeremiah. How did you get your scar? long time ago as part of an exploration party into the Emerald Spire Bugbear snuck up on me knocked me over the head and when I got dazed and spun around he slashed me right in the face oh dear I'll never forget the sight of that bugbear oh yeah the Emerald Spire that's uh that's really serious the Emerald Spire that I I know Trinia just going on and on I know all about that, yeah. What is the Emerald Spire? Well, obviously I know, I just don't want to say. Thank you, Trinia. The Emerald Spire. There's a lot of things about it. We're not really sure what's true and what's not. But what we do know is it's ancient. Aslanti ancient. Hmm. Aslanti ancient? Yes. And Interesting. deep in the heart of Echo Woods. We don't know how big it is. We don't know how deep underground it goes. Well, I guess we do know how big it is because the top's completely destroyed. <laughs> but there's underground parts of it. And every now and we then... We know how big it is rele- relative to the ground around it. It's a massive spot. <laughs> not how deep it is. Pure emerald. Oh. It sounds rather valuable. <laughs> yeah, Trinity Tr- Tr- just goes, Yeah. Hey, you guys want to ditch whatever we're doing here and go do that? <laughs> it is currently under the protection of the Order of the Pack. Oh. And the Order of the God Claw. Yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> and without express permission from the Lady Commander herself or Signifier Host, you will not be allowed entry. Yeah, I'm good. I, I don't really want to. I, I get enough I get enough Hell Knights with the uh, Order of the Nail. And there are bugbears in the... Emerald Spire. The, the parts that I was commissioned to explore, the first floor of it, was a goblin den. Oh. We cleared them out, but turns out their leader is Bugbear. Oh. And he killed everyone That's... but me. Hit me over the head, saw my wound that he left, left me for dead. Were it not for a well-timed potion, I'd be joining my comrades right now. Oh, I also lost my team 
in the event that gave me my scar. Yeah, that's a pretty nasty one. What did that? Water. Over a long period of time. While I was made of stone. Oh, now that's a story. A basilisk. Fascinating. Basilisks and nasty pieces of work. I would have hoped it had turned me into a more durable sort of stone, but apparently uh, some sort of very soft sedimentary rock. Jeremiah puts his hand on Eunice's shoulder and says, I vow to you that while you are doing this favor for me, I will not let any harm come to you if I can help it. Triggering that is, his vow ability. That is very generous of you and also seems a promise difficult to keep given the circumstances. You'd actually feel a surge of lawful divine energy when he says those words to you. Not like a spell has been cast, but mm. something has been decreed. Nice. That's neat. I appreciate your promise. So you ride for about 30 miles and eventually you pick up a trail of very easy to spot goblins. Uh, <laughs> goblins, not necessarily, I mean, they can be stealthy, but when they're, you know, cavorting and going should on we, raids. Should we just follow the trail of uh, broken bottles and, and uh, uh, excrement? And also blood and, and blood? occasionally pieces of horse flesh. <laughs> this horse flesh. <laughs> So you will follow this uh, until you can see in the distance smoke rising from a camp. Uh, it is up on a little hillock uh, with like some cliffs around the sides. Uh, it is at the it is at a riverbank uh, along the uh, river, the same river that uh, Harse is along. So, uh, how many Harses do you tend to keep here? <laughs> I had eight horses. <laughs> uh, and how many, how many, um, how many horses did the goblins get? Nine. Wait, you said you had eight. I had the only horse rancher they attacked. Oh. Yeah, that would, that would make more sense than you having a negative horse. Uh, horse. I'm missing about three. I say about because I found half of one. God. <laughs> And three other horse ranches along the road were missing a couple. Oh, wow. Okay. So we need to stop the goblins from killing the horses so that we don't need any hearses for horses. I just put a horse in a hearse. <laughs> Chop it up, eat it. Uh, what? What else you do with the dead horse? Uh, They're edible. I, I don't know. I've literally never had to deal with this situation Dave's before in my meats. entire life. You ever had horse meat? I don't think so. You're from Corvosa? You had horse meat. Uh, by, by now, by now, uh, to cut this conversation short, you, you managed to find to a place a along chart. the Falcon... Shart. <laughs> uh, you find a place along the Falcon River, uh, which is a river, which is uh, basically, horse is founded where uh, the Sarwin River empties into the Falcon River. The Falcon River uh, originates out in the Minespin Mountains to the east, uh, and the Sarwin uh, originates in the Fenwall Mountains to the west. Mm. Uh, and so basically at the point where they connect, that's where Harse was founded. Huh. Uh, you are about 15 miles 
uh, up the river, uh, at a bend in the river, uh, where these goblins have made their camp. Ah. Now, you have a few options of how you approach this place. From here, I'd say you're probably, like, quarter mile off, maybe. You can see the column of smoke uh, rising from probably a campfire. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty narrow column of smoke. You would also gather that uh, by the level of noise, there's probably not a lot of goblins there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fairly common for most of the goblins to be out raiding and doing things like that, where uh, while while a smaller group tends the fort. Mm-hmm. So you have a few a few ways. They are up on top of a little hillock that has like a little footpath going up to it from the southeast. Mm-hmm. They are also along the river. And so you could uh, potentially approach from the riverside. From where you are, it does, you're probably to the south of them looking at this place. There's cliffs on the south side that you can see. Um, so the south side does not appear to be an easy approach, mm-hmm. but it might be a more covered one uh, as there's a little bit of tree cover on that side. Mm-hmm. The east side has more sparse tree cover, but it's a more, more, it's a more gentle gradient. So you could like come right up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, well, um... Or you could sneak around the river, and... I would also like to point out, Jeremiah is not wearing any armor. Okay, good. I am not particularly good at stealth checks. Um, Having uh, multiple characters who are wearing armor, uh, and in particular, um, Lenore is wearing scale mail, which has a minus four armor check penalty. Um, Lenore goes jingle, 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 um, basically without me having any opportunity to stop her. But, um, would we be able to maybe, um, send the more stealthy characters around the, around the east side to flank? What, or, um, sorry, up, uh. Up the river? Yeah, up the river to flank. Oh, no, on the east side? Uh, so which which of these the, the river is along the uh, northwest side okay would we be uh, able to send um like Damien and um siren and what is uh what is Trinia's um stealth modifier looking like Trinia's stealth mod is looking like mm, her dexterity modifier okay so um, yeah, maybe, uh, Damien and Siren go around the northwest, or go around the riverside, um, and, um, everyone else, uh, come around the east. Maybe that's not a great idea to do with six characters. <laughs> Before they go, um, Unia is going to hand Damien the Wand of Cure Light, just in case. Uh, they have a one of cure mod. There you go. Uh, so whoever's coming up on the on the east side, stick up in your uh, little little nook on the east, and then who's there going the other way? So I'm gonna have Damien and uh, Siren roll stealth checks. So Ophelia rolled like pants, but she has a very good modifier. Um, so Ophelia. Who else was going? Was it just you and Damien, or or was Siren and Damien? Siren and Damien. Yep. Okay. Um. So. Do you uh, want? Uh, do you want Trinity to go that way? Uh, this is the stealth team. Yeah, it's the stealth okay. team. Yeah, you don't want Trinity to go um, that way. Um. So Ophelia, uh, Siren got a twenty, and Damien, bless him, got a twenty-one. Uh. Okay. So that's not bad at all. Um. 
I mean, Siren didn't roll particularly well, but she has a very good modifier. Let's just hope these goblins are all uh, drunk or uh, sleeping off their um, their their horse meat benders. <laughs> sick, sick of singing their goblin songs. Just pass out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get this. Goblins eat and goblins sleep. Please, please. Uh, actually, <laughs> as they walk away to be stealthy, you see Jeremiah open up the bag and put his hand in there. And in a flash, in he is in full plate. Oh, Hell my Knight goodness full plate. Sake. Well, that's useful. <laughs> and he clanks his fist. Instant armor. Fascinating. That's pretty neat. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, Ophelia and Damien sneaking up. What were your stealth checks? Uh, 20 for Ophelia and a 21 for Damien. So you're stealthing your way up, and you see that there is a goblin sitting on a box and picking his nose <laughs> and very carefully observing what he gets out of his nose <laughs> and then going, eh. Little lick and no, no, no good. Sticks the finger back up in there. <laughs> Goblins dig for buried gold. Goblins <laughs> don't do what they're told. <laughs> Tell me to watch stupid road. Do not want to do what told. <laughs> Love goblins. And he continues. He continues doing this. Um, digging okay. in his nose. Ophelia is gonna uh, pull out her light crossbow uh, and take aim and fire a sneaky, sneaky crossbow. Screaming crossbow bolt. Sneaky, sneaky crossbow bolt. Sneaking, sneaking, All right. sneaking. Roll it. Sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. What'd you Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> um, What'd you get? 12. Crossbow bolt. Sails past the goblin. Ah. Gonna try again. Bagel? Bagel, is that you? Don't shoot at me, Bagel. I told you. Only if I can shoot at you first. <laughs> Draws a sword. Can Starts I, walking this way. Can I try again? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop the cross. I believe this is the point where we roll for initiative. No! Okay. Um, everybody. Uh, I would say just the stealth oh. team, just because the uh, stealth okay. team are okay. yeah, yeah, are the ones in in engaged in combat. Um, what what is the other team doing? Um, they're they're sort of uh, the, um, they're waiting for like a uh, a signal or for uh sounds of combat from the other way. So I guess they'll roll perception. Okay. Um, so I'll have Damien and Ophelia roll initiative. Uh, okay. Um. So, um, Damien got 17, and Ophelia got a 13. Okay. And I will have Unia and Lenore roll perception to see if they can hear the sounds of combat. Jeremiah Whoops. will also roll. Probably not. Uh, uh, Lenore... what's, what's Damien's, uh, roll? 17. 17. Uh, 20. From Jeremiah. Uh, yeah, Lenore got a 13 to perception, and Unia got a 12. 
I don't think either of them hear anything. See, Sam, this is something that uh, you may... If you've been listening to the show, you may have noticed, but which you'll get to experience here for the first time. I can't roll for shit in combat. Daft, <laughs> I've been playing Pathfinder with you for five years now. Oh, oh no. You think that you've experienced this with the uh, Roll20 Dice Roller. It's worse with real dice. I remember uh, that at your wedding, when we played a session of Iron Gods, you rolled three <laughs> dice. I don't think anything was above a seven. Damien, you see a crossbow bolt go fucking sailing. Uh, you're actually still in surprise round right now. Damien. Goblin is still surprised. Damien closes his eyes. <laughs> just, just free action winces. Um, and... Um, Damien will pull out a 50% mischance on all attack rolls. Damien will (laughs) (laughs) Damien will charge up his throwing cards, um, spending an arcana point to do so. Okay. And, um, then Damien will throw one of his charged up throwing cards. Okay. Uh, so roll it. I'm rolling it. Roll them, roll them, roll them. Keep them doggies rolling. Goblins hate the doggies. Rohash. All right. Uh, that's that's not bad. Um, I can't do spell combat because this, this is a prize round. Um, What'd you get? I got a 21 to hit. All right. That's going to be a hit. Thank you, Damien, for successfully doing your job. Siren. <laughs> Three points of damage. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a dart. <laughs> it doesn't do very much okay. damage. Yeah, you do three points of damage. All right. Ophelia, you already acted this round. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goblin is d- didn't notice you, so surprise. Damien, yes. back up to you. Oh, Damien will... Uh, okay, Damien will spell combat. Um, another throwing card and a magic missile. Do-do-do. So, throwing card... Oh, we should be um, sh- we should be picking out hero cards for these as well. <gasps> yes, um, we should. It, it hasn't mattered yet. But I rolled a sixteen, and for a second I misread it as an eighteen. Um, so uh, Damien throws another card. This one is a twenty-four to hit. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Um, so uh, another throwing card damage. Four points of damage. All right. And then the goblin drops unconscious. Oh. Uh, and then I guess I will spell combat magic missile out to this goblin that I can Damien see this goblin. You can. Okay. Yes. I will magic um, missile that goblin. Boop. Uh, that does three points of force damage. All right. Now I need to roll initiative for this goblin <laughs> and also his friend. <laughs> and I suppose at this point, um, Lenore and Nunia would realize that there is combat occurring. Yes. I will have them roll initiative. As well. I'd say you guys are you guys are probably like like you know one run away from getting into combat. Yes. Uh, you would need to take a full round action. Oh balls! I rolled like crap. Um, okay. Um, so Unia got a seven, and Lenore got a seven. Uh, Lenore goes first because her dexterity modifier is higher. And Jeremiah got a fourteen adjusted. All right. Um, so Lenore and Unia both got sevens. Lenore goes first. Okay. So Damien fires a magic missile uh, and uh, Jero- this Jero- goblin in the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, well, the uh, far away goblin. They, there is there are goblins guarding the path that goes out to the southeast. 
and they they have been sort of sitting there and talking amongst themselves, mm-hmm. not extremely animated, just sitting there, uh, drawing little dirt things, little dirt things with their swords, <laughs> uh, and and talking amongst themselves, uh, and then suddenly one of them is hit in the back of the head with a with a playing card made out of force. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's taken three damage. Yes. Great. Trania, uh, for those of you, uh, actually, you guys are you guys are one run away from getting into combat. So yes. Trania's going to be like, "Are we running in?" Yeah. Okay. She's going to delay, and uh, this goblin is going to go. What was that? Uh, intruders! Intruders! Intruders over here! They want to intrude on us. Good job, Damien. Look, I'm trying my best. And this goblin is going to run. He's going to run this way. Can he charge at you? No, because there's a tent in the way. So he's going to double move, running toward you. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. So yeah, he moves uh, onto the map. Oh. And then he can be in any one of these squares over here at the end of a run. At the end of a run, I could get here. Yeah, full round action, straight line movement. Uh, otherwise, you guys would need to be making stealth checks. And gotcha. uh, as he runs off of his hip, he draws his elven curved blade. Hey! Oh boy! Cool sword team. Cool sword team. Cool it wouldn't be a Sam Newmark character without without some elven stuff. Cool swords. <laughs> he is a half elf. I, I realized I forgot to say that at the beginning. Jeremiah is a half elf. Ah. Uh, he draws his elven curved blade and stares yes. down the goblin. Yes. And you could get into a threatening square if you want. I do want to get into a threatening square. There you go. Uh, and uh, Trinia is going to, uh, after you have, as you move up, run right behind you. Damn dirty goblins eating my horses. Horse. Okay. So yeah, uh, Trinia is going to run up behind you. Uh, and stop about 20 feet back from you. And Ophelia, we're back up to you. Uh, Ophelia will move action, reload her light crossbow, and fire at this goblin who is approaching us. Okay. Does the goblin see her? Uh, yeah, at this point. You you didn't didn't snipe before, so you are are out of cover now. Well, hopefully this hits. 18. An 18... Versus, yeah, 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 that will that will definitely Thank hit. Thank God. <laughs> Pull out my sparkly D8 here for the light crossbow damage. Whoa, is is he flanked or otherwise denied Dex to AC? Nope. Three points of damage. Oh no. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, it's I going was to really be. Really hoping to get some more sniping. Oh, it's the dead goblin's turn, or the unconscious dead goblin's turn. Uh, all right, then it's the other goblin's turn who is. Now up against Jeremiah, he sees this man run out of run out of the uh, run out of the uh, underbrush, and he just goes, "Ma, Biggins is attack! Biggins is attack!" <laughs> Biggins is. Hold up. What's the DC to notice combat? Frodo Biggins. It's it's something stupid, Lyle. Yeah, it's so like DC. You would have to something. be an idiot to not get it. <laughs> Goblins? Idiots? No. Say it ain't so. (laughs) The DC is negative 10. All right. I'm going to roll some initiatives here. 
Damien's like, maybe I should have prepped color spray today. And then this guy's going, so so having raised the alert as he was supposed to, this goblin is going to stab at Jeremiah with a short sword, 17 to hit. Miss. Clangs off yeah. the arm. Clank. All right. Uh, what's your AC right now? 21. Oh, boy. Good God. <laughs> and that's before the buffs. Oh, my goodness. That is that goblin's turn. Lenore. Lenore. You run up. Lenore runs up. She's not yet ready. Where raging. would you like to be with respect to this stuff? Lenore would like to be, yeah, uh, right behind, uh, behind. Jeremiah uh, in, in pole arming range of the goblin um, and protecting Trinia from any uh, that may try to pass within her threatened range. Oh, would Lenore have been able to cast long arm on herself while she was waiting? Mm, it's minute per level, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could have cast it back in the bushes. Yay! Yeah. I have 15 feet of reach, and I'm not yet raging. I'm not yet raging because right now, before I can attack, it's basically just a yeah, minute per level buffs feet. that you wanted to have up. Um, no, I, I looked at it. Just it, it has a flat duration. Oh, is it a uh, divine favor? Or? It is divine favor. I love divine favor. There. I, I have put a 15-foot aura on my screen so that I know what Lenore's reach is. I can see the aura. It will expand. Now it is Unia's turn. They will also run forward. Um, uh, they are stuck in the box right now. Uh, so you run forward? Yes. Where would you like to be? Uh, they would like to... Is it possible for them to get in something resembling flanking with Jeremiah? Um, yeah, you could run up along the edge uh, and sort of go around. There's a tree uh, on the uh, just to the southwest of the goblin, and you could sort of run around the edge of that tree and then come up. Uh, would they be able to get to the other side of yeah. the goblin? Basically, you're looking at going around the west side of the tree and then coming up into here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. You wait. No, you have to run in a straight line. So no, oh, you couldn't do that. Okay, no. So it's too far. So you could. Um, you could. No, you could get there, but you'll provoke an attack of opportunity. Oh. Um, from the goblin. Sure. All right. It's gonna take an attack of opportunity on you. So running gives me a minus two to my AC. Eleven to hit. <laughs> uh, nope. It doesn't hit. Uh, clangs off the armor. Uh, we're back up at the top. I'm gonna resort initiative. We have mm. a goblin that has heard the sounds of battle. And it's going to be moving up. Let's see. Double move. Is a goblin commando. It is called that because it is not wearing underwear. Uh, actually, no, he's not going to double move. He's going to single move. You see him going to here. There's a horse tied up like right here. And you see him drink a potion. <gasps> Buffinses. Buffinses. <laughs> uh, one of the other goblins that are gathered around the fire. Uh... Heating their blades in the in the in the fire and just going like, look at it. Yeah. Actually, there's, an, there's yeah. another there's another horse tied up over here. What they're doing is they're heating their their swords up and then pressing them to the horse's side. Oh, yep. oh, I want them all dead. Yep. Uh, they horses. they having horses. having heard the sounds of combat. Uh, this one is going to also start moving this way and then drink a potion. <laughs> now Damien's turn. Damien. Okay. Damien is going to attack the goblin that is running towards us. Uh, is this, did this goblin, is this the goblin that got hit in the head with the, um, 
the goblin that is running toward the west right now, uh, that is the goblin that was hit in the head with a magic missile. Okay. So he might actually be rather close to going down. Um, so Damien is going to um, spell combat, throwing card, ray of frost um, at this goblin. I realize that I haven't described what goblins look like. Oh, what do goblins look goblins, like? Goblins, in case you live under a rock or, or have never played Pathfinder or any tabletop uh, role-playing game ever before. Uh <laughs> Goblins are small green creatures with little needle-like teeth and beady red eyes. Uh, they're they're dressed in like very ramshackle armor. Um, they're actually the, the the goblins that are running in and drinking potions are dressed in slightly better armor. They have little wicked-looking swords that they call either dog slicers or horse choppers, depending on the style of sword that they have. All the better for slicing dogs and chopping horses. They're kind of ugly cute. They're kind of ugly cute, especially Pathfinder goblins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pathfinder they, goblins. They're are, iconic. Yes. Uh, especially in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, where they are iconic. They have enormous bat-like ears. Yes. And their faces are mostly mouth. Yes. Uh, and they and they they hate horses. They hate dogs. They hate reading. <laughs> and they love singing and their they little songs. they love singing songs. Oh, they yes. love their goblin songs. Uh, so yeah, so Damien is going to range spell strike, um, with, er, no, Damien's going to spell combat, um, uh, throwing card Ray of Frost, uh, at this, at this goblin that is approaching. Throwing card. Probably doesn't hit. (laughs) Uh, 11. Damien. Uh, no. Ray of Frost against Touch AC. Please roll better. Oh, look. He rolled better. Um, <laughs> uh, 18 against Touch. That will, yeah. That will hit. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, 1d3. Roll 1d3. I don't have a d3 because it's topologically impossible. Uh, three points. Of cold damage to the goblin. He watches he teeters on the spot after taking this, as his limbs seem to be a little frostbitten. Uh, he just goes, <laughs> and Damien will uh, take a five foot step uh, <laughs> uh, away. <laughs> Trinia is going to look at all of the peop- all of the people gathered here, and she looks at all of you and just goes, "Hey." Everybody, everybody, what's a rogue's favorite medium armor? Hide. (laughs) And you are now inspired by this wonderful display of comedy. (laughs) Inspire courage. Um, Is that a plus one? That is a plus one to attack and damage rolls. Yay! To everyone who can hear. Oh, to Unia and to Jeremiah and to Lenore. Yes, excellent. And let me see if she has anything else. She already has her dagger drawn. Oh, no, it's a plus two. Plus two to attack and damage. Hey. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she's level five. Uh, so, yeah, she uh, she inspires courage and gives you a plus two on attack hey. and damage rolls. Excellent. Uh, and a... Oh, where's my will save? A plus two versus fear effects, correct? Yes, plus two morale bonus. 
on saving throws against charm and fear effects. Eight. Nice. Right. And now we get into the going of the running. This goblin is going to go and run to here. <laughs> In double moves, uh, you see a goblin scrambling out of a tent, pulling his pants on. Uh, actually, he's going to lose a bit of movement because he didn't have his pants all the way up. <laughs> that goblin, not quite commando. Uh, Probably was commando. <laughs> no, he was, he was. He was. No, he was commando under the pants. Uh, so you see little little goblin genitalia dangling no! in the dangling in the wind. No, no. Uh, this goblin is going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Throws its sword toward Damien. It's not a ranged. It's not a thrown weapon. At the he fails and he's going to fall unconscious. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> he tried. And teeters on the spot and takes a five foot fall this way. <laughs> Jeremiah. I love goblins. <laughs> Curved blade in hand, Jeremiah makes a hefty swing. And when I say hefty, I mean a 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Four. Let me get out my D10. Well, welcome, uh, welcome, welcome to the show, everyone. Sam, building the most busted characters. <laughs> hey, he's only got a plus eleven to hit while flanking. That's not actually oh, yeah, that much. Oh yeah, that's not that. Well, he also doesn't have his divine favor and stuff up. That's a D8. Not yet. Not yet. Nope. Because it's more important to cleave this goblin in half with nineteen points of damage. You cleave into Lenore. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, no, the goblin is dead. Yes. I think you bisect the goblin <laughs> at the waist as two pieces of goblin fall to the ground. Gross. Do you want to move anything like that? Uh, he sees his horse. <gasps> Pumpkin. And he, 5, 10, 15, 20, moves towards his horse. Oh, little horsey. Mm. And that is his uh, swift actions. Nope, got no swift actions. That is his turn. So, Ophelia, we are back up to yell. Siren is going to double move. Uh, and uh, while moving, swap out her... Um, light crossbow for her dueling sword uh, as she runs toward the fray. Okay. Damien's like, wait, 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 don't leave me, don't leave me back here. Crap. <laughs> oh, as you were moving, you would see that there is a goblin uh, over here that uh, was behind one of the tents. Oh, a uh, goblin, a goblin over where? It is, uh, so you pass by the tent that goblin that got hit with the magic missile collapsed next to, mm -hmm. and around the other side of the tent you can see this goblin mm. fumbling with his uh, with his sheath. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> I was just I was, I no, was no, like, you're <laughs> thinking of the goblin on the east side. <laughs> ah, he was in his tent with his pants down <laughs> and his little goblin dick hanging out. <laughs> All right. Uh, and hey, speaking of this goblin, he's gonna move up and attack. Oh, hi, Damien's like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, goes no, goes for goes for your Achilles tendon. No, 
No, I'm not doing any called shots, but... <laughs> he takes a sword and he's gonna swipe at you. <gasps> critical! Alright, critical. As he 22 on a critical. Uh, uh, and then to confirm, uh, 18. <laughs> it does not confirm! Motherfucker. You take one point of Oh boy. The last goblin uh, decked out in heavier armor and such is also going to move up and drink a potion. Goodness. What are they all drinking potions of, I wonder? I don't know. Well, they've all drank one, so. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll find out soon. All right, who, which goblin is this? Oh, it's the goblin who's cut in half. Let's <laughs> remove him from initiative order. He is dead. <laughs> All right, Lenore, we're back Lenore up to you. Lenore begins raging. Her reach extends to 20 feet. To extend our reach to the stars above. Ooh. Lenore will move up. You have one goblin in charging range here. I do have one goblin in charging range. Lenore will charge toward the goblin, pulling his pants up. <laughs> uh, until he is I within. I think you need to be one more step over. Yes. Because uh, you need to get the entire yes. circle. Yes. The entire uh, square in your circle. Yes. I'm, I'm blocked by a tent here. I wonder if there's a place I can move that's a little better. Um, not while charging, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, not while charging. Okay. You Lenore, can take out one of the goblins. Lenore anyway. charges toward the goblin who is currently pulling up his pants. And she swings. She Her arms stretch to incredible <laughs> lengths as she swings her foot. Oh, threatens a critical. Oh, really confirm? I don't think that confirms. What'd you get? Uh... Let me turn on Blood Rage What'd you here. get on die? <laughs> I got a five on die. Uh, for a total? A uh, total of 14. No, that's not good. Oh, no, wait. Charging. Charging plus gives two. a plus two. plus two. 16. That confirms. <laughs> Spicy. Um, oh, this goblin's gone. Yeah. Um, so let's let's just this is an for, let's just, goblin. Let's just, for for a little fun, let's just uh, sure. roll those the 2d10 um, plus 30. Oh no! I can tell you the goblin's dead. So uh, forty-seven points yeah. of damage. Did you? You might have double overkilled the goblin. What is it? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. I, mean, rolled, I rolled a seven. Oh I rolled God, seventeen yes. on my two d ten. Yeah, you double overkilled this goblin. <laughs> uh, the body is is just you, you eviscerate this goblin um, intestines and and muscle just go flying out the other side as if you would hit this guy with a cannonball just goes flying in a jet of viscera the rainbow colors around Lenore pulse like uh, like a nightclub, one of those like yes. rave. Clubs. You imagine that if that if another goblin was on the other side, they would see another rainbow displayed through the shower of blood, and the goblin is dead. Into <laughs> uh, the point where, if they wanted to bring him back, you know, if the goblins wanted to spend money on bringing a goblin back, they would probably have to spend. A resurrection on him. Lenore screaming, I don't want to see your dick! <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh... <laughs> Unia. Alrighty. Unia would like to cast blindness on one of the goblin commandos who's running towards oh us. Oh boy. How about 
How about this one that's a little farther away? This Oh no, they can't see that one because there's a tent in the way. Um, Unio will cast Blindness on the Goblin Commando. They can see. Oh my that gosh. That is a DC 16. And what happens if I fail? Save. You are blinded, sir. What does that do? Uh, blinded. Oh my goodness. Let me bring up the blinded condition. Oh, uh, blinded Pathfinder. Um, I believe you lose your dexterity bonus to AC. You make all attacks with a 50% mischance. You cannot move more than half your movement speed in a round without making a DC 10 reflex save or you fall prone. Oh boy. You also, yes, you also take a minus two penalty to armor class and a minus four penalty on most strength and dexterity based skill checks and on opposed perception skill checks. Also, all checks and activities that rely on vision automatically fail. All right. So Unia points their falcata at the goblin commando. The shadows from the tent seem to peel off of the tent and coalesce oh, around just, their falcata. Just, yeah, just pull off and just swirl around the goblin commando and then just go into the eyes. Yes. And they, and then when it when it when it looks around again, you see the eyes are just the shadows, covered in this darkness. The shadows shoot past Jeremiah and you feel a chill. An unnatural uh, chill on the, the back of your neck. Of law. I like it. <laughs> oh no! All right. So, Jeremiah, where and, are you? And at? hey, it's it's this goblin's turn. Oh, uh, Unia is also going to um, move into uh, Lenore's uh, threatened range, so that if anybody comes to attack them, Lenore can get an attack okay. opportunity. This goblin uh, goes <sighs> clever, biggins is, but. This was your horse, yes. <gasps> Going to swing wildly in the direction of the horse. Got to roll mischance. It's gonna hit. No! No! Swings at the horse. No! Just goes. You might blind me, but I take what's yours. And it's gonna deal a good amount of damage, a goodly amount of damage no! to the horse. I want it dead. I want it dead. If you could see Jeremiah's eyes through his Hell Knight plate, they would be filled with rage. Good. Lenore is also filled with rage. This goblin is going to similarly look at Jeremiah and charge and stab at the horse. As it just gnashes its teeth. Gotta protect the horse. And the horse lets out a pained whinny no. and falls no. over. Pumpkin! No. <laughs> Big guns like their stupid horse. Goblins will take them, of course. Big guns will cry with sad. Goblins are extra bad. <laughs> Trinia, your rebuttal. <laughs> well, one less horse to bring home. Two more goblins to kill. Damien is going to move. Oh, goodness. He can't see much from 30 feet. 
Um, I suppose I can't climb up this um, this little cliff over here to the south or uh, to the, uh, to you the could, east. You could climb the cliff if you wanted to. Uh, but it's uh, I'm not going to be able to get to the top it's like of it. Like ten foot tall. Am I going to be able to get to the top of it this turn? Probably not. No. No. Okay. Uh, um, unless you have a climb speed. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, Damien is going to. Oh, I suppose there is this goblin that's attacking Ophelia. I suppose I could do something about that. Um, Damien is going to move 30 feet, sidestepping the uh, unconscious body of this goblin who just fell over, um, which he can do because they're small. Uh, and Damien will. Um, let's try something a little bit more spicy. Let's range spell strike shocking grasp on my throwing card. Damien pulls out a throwing card. His hand charges with electricity as he throws it. <gasps> uh. And I think hits. Oh boy. With a 21. Wait, which one are you hitting? Uh, the goblin that's attacking Ophelia. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, that'll hit. The 21. Uh, so we'll deal our throwing card damage of 1d4 plus 1. And then we will deal our 4d6 shocking grasp damage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I do Fourth two level. I do two points of damage with the um uh, one die per caster level. <laughs> Spacey. Look. Uh, he is not wearing metal armor. No. Uh not that it matters. <laughs> Damien wants to protect his friend. Who he just saw die a couple weeks ago. Oh, and we need to uh, draw a card, right? Yes. Draw a card for flavor. Well, you did you threaten a critical? No. Oh. I rolled a 13. Ah, uh, the shocking grasp does. Oh, the snake, snake bite. bite. Yes, Ooh. as this card <laughs> flies across, and you see as the as the lightning arcing around it arcs into the shape of a viper. And as the card impacts, it just sinks its teeth into the goblin. Uh, and it does 13 points of electricity damage. And the goblin is unconscious. I rolled like... Ah. What, did you, what was the total? Um, plus two, 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage, okay. Not dead outright, but yeah. goblin is now unconscious. Siren looks back and is like, oh my goodness, thank you. Okay. Trinia... We'll go. Okay, okay, okay. Did you like that one? Did you like that one? Yeah! Because, uh, okay, okay, okay. So what's a rogue's favorite metal? Steel! <laughs> uh, and she's going to maintain her bardic performance. And then she is going to cast... Oh, is she going to get a little closer? Oh, yeah, she will move up. I just realized uh, Lenore had moved out of her um, inspire range. Uh, uh, and let me let me put up her... 30 foot oh, radius. Oh, but I forgot to turn on Inspire Courage. Uh, I'll do that now. Okay. Um, let me see. She's going to cast a spell. Let's see. What, what spells does she have available? She's going to look at the Goblin Commando that's that just stabbed uh, stabbed the horse, and she just goes, I don't think that's very funny. But you seem to. Why don't you have a laugh while you can? Oh. <gasps> Cast hideous laughter. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna save. 
Oh, the goblin saves. Goes, made of steel. No. Steel not a good metal for rogues. Too shiny. <laughs> Gosh. Your joke is dumb. <laughs> this goblin's dead. Jeremiah. All right, we're back up to Jeremiah. Jeremiah is filled with incredible anger now. He's so angry. He moves about, what is it, 15 feet forward and to the left towards one of the goblin commandos. And the one, that, the one that dealt, dealt the final blow to The one that dealt uh, the finishing horse. blow to Pumpkin. Yes. Critical threat. Rolling to confirm. That is a nine on the die for an 18 to hit. That will confirm. Yes! 2d10 plus 20. I got a 10 and a seven. Hey! 47 damage. Both 47s. Yeah! Yeah! You and Lenore. Yeah. Frenzies. Oh, uh, it, I, I should I should have clarified, but that was a 27. I got an 18 on dice, so a 27 critical threat. Yeah. It was not a natural Elven 20. Blades. So I did the need goblin. to give you the number. You retaliate to this goblin's viciousness with your own. He actually struck with furious focus. Oh. oh! Which meant I don't take the penalty on power you ignore attack. Ignore the power attack penalty. Yes. Um, he moved. Um, he struck. That is his turn. And then we are up to Ophelia. Ophelia will, um, uh, yeah. Ophelia will, uh, double move to get. Um, in threatening range on the blinded goblin commando. Okay. And that's all she can do this turn. Um, but she is ready to attack him. The next goblin uh, is dead. This goblin commando, having seen you kill one of them, goes over to this pit that seems to be dug into the ground uh -oh. and kicks over a board uh -oh. that seems to have like little little cross planks uh, yeah. going up it to make sort of a rudimentary stair. Come on oh. up, thing living in pit. Come along, Heckle. Heckle? More foods for you. Heckle? Uh, so, uh, Lenore. Okay, Lenore is going to... You have killed... One goblin with 47 points of damage. <laughs> Lenore is going to move up to the square next to Jeremiah. Uh, wait, can she move there? Hold on. I just realized I, that may be a little too far. Oops. Oh, no. She can do that. Um, Lenore will move to the square next to Jeremiah, uh, and she will attack the goblin commando, the blinded goblin commando. Yes. Um, with a mighty swing... Of her fauchard. Actually, the goblin, this goblin commander would be here, not there. Uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> With a mighty swing of her fauchard. Good thing the sky is blinded. Um, that is a. Oh, hold on. Is she still within 30 feet of Trinia? She is no. She is not. Um, 
So that is a 13 to hit? <laughs> no. No! If oh, wait. I, Flat-footed. Yeah. Yes. Minus two to AC. Flat-footed um, and minus two to AC. Yeah. That will hit. It's a good thing he's blinded. Yep. Um, yeah, I just, I, I like an idiot, just moved out of Inspire Courage range, so I needed ah. to untoggle that. Um, all right, let's get a couple of D10s out. Or not not a couple, just one. Just one D10. For now. Um, what D10 well, do I, mean, I want? Hold on, if you wanted to be an Inspire Courage range, you could be... Uh, one step down. Yeah. Behind Ophelia. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll turn. Use, use your battlefield to your advantage. Yeah. I'll turn Inspire Courage back on. Um. Okay. So one D ten plus seventeen. Can you see uh this aura? Uh, Ophelia. Or, sorry. Lenore does twenty three points of damage to the Goblin. The goblin goes unconscious. Ophelia's like, I, I was. I was Okay. The goblin commandos are both unconscious over here. Well, one of them's dead. Fully dead. <laughs> Very dead. And this goblin commando. Uh, oh, he already acted. Uh, sorry. We're up to Unia. Yes. Unia. They will move forward. Uh, they're actually going to go up to the horse. Um, can I make a heal check and see if the horse is alive or dead? Yes, you may make a heal check. It's a standard action. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I will as a standard action heal check the horse. Or maybe I won't. <laughs> 13. Rolled another four on die. Uh, you're not entirely sure. You lost a lot of blood. It's okay. not clear. Okay. <laughs> Seems to still be bleeding. All right. And now you just hear... <laughs> as rushing up out of this you see this warped and twisted goblin oh no I have a question for you it has too many joints in its arms I have a question for you what who has the most powerful magic items among you um, well, Damien has a magical hero deck that is haunted. Um, Lenore has a plus one weapon, and Ophelia has a plus one weapon and plus uh, one armor. Sorry, uh, I should ask more specifically. Among Jeremiah, Unia, and Siren, and hold on, let me see this. Unia has a wand of cure moderate. I think that's Castro level uh. three. I have to find out what plus one armor cash level minimum is. What's your what's your bonus? Just plus one? Plus one. Yeah. It'd be whatever it takes to cast magic vestment, I believe. That's a third level spell. So fifth level. Yeah. So we got a fifth level? We got anything okay. higher? Um no, but I do Ophelia has uh, plus one weapon and plus one armor. So the magic armor So the magic armor is the highest uh, cast. So level the characters thing. with magic armor here are Unia, Siren, and Jeremiah, I think. Yes. Jeremiah is the closest, so it's going to move up to Jeremiah. It double moves to get to Jeremiah. And it's just looking at you. <laughs> licking its lips. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Damien is going to move 30 feet around the other side of the tent. He sees the goblin commando 40 feet away. He casts Scorching Ray. Oh boy. 
Uh, it's not really worth throwing a card from here because it's... Without touch. Alrighty. Alright, come on, Damien. Come on, Damien. Damien, I love you. Please don't do this to me. Um, 15 to hit. Touch. Oh, uh, yes, that will hit. Hey! Touch. 46 of fire damage. Yes. I like the scorching ray. Clack, clack, math rocks. <laughs> well, it didn't really help me roll better. But uh, I got... 14 points of fire damage. Not too shabby, not actually, too shabby. Yeah, That's pretty good. very average. As uh, you you hit this thing with a with a scorching ray, and it... Hey, pick on somebody larger than you. <laughs> All right. Trinia. Oh my gosh, Damien, that reminds me. Why do wizards like fireball so much? Why? Because it's a well-rounded spell. <laughs> Is he going to move up? Uh, and she's going to try, she's going to try again to cast Hideous Laughter on this goblin that seems to be gnashing his teeth and all this sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she moves up and casts Hideous Laughter and you watch as the goblin looks, looks at her and goes, And just looks back at Jeremiah's armor. Oh no! It's almost like it looks at her, and you, you can you can see its eyes glaze over, and this this like bright happy face sort of appear on it as it starts to, <laughs> and then the magic fades. Oh no! <laughs> and it looks back at Jeremiah. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. All right. Jeremiah, you have a goblin next to you. It's a nasty-looking goblin. Jeremiah's... You look as the sigil on Jeremiah's chest flashes as the five points of the God Claw sigil light up hey. and expand and become a shield as nice. he nice. the boon of the defender. Nice. What does that do? This God Claw mystery revelation... Oh, grants him a plus four deflection bonus. Oh my god. Nice. Minutes equal to half my oracle level. Nice. I can do this uh, twice a day, I believe. Oh no, uh, ah. I can do it uh, as many times as I have minutes. This is the boon granted by Iomade. Ah. This is Iomade's boon. We say Yamade here. <laughs> <laughs> The, each of the five gods of the God Claw grant a different oracle boon That's for the God cool. Claw That's mystery. That's so cool. What's your AC now? 25. God. Oh my goodness sake. Boy, am I glad that thing went after you and not me. And nice. he's going to, after doing this, kind of stay there blocking uh, Unia from getting hit because Aww. he vowed to protect them. As part That's of his, so gallant of him. As part of his curse. He oh. must keep his word. Impressive. Hands, cards on the table. Jeremiah is a God Claw Mystery Oracle with the legalistic curse. That's so cool. Nice. That's so cool. Oracles are so cool. Yes. Siren is going to take a rather um, careful path around the threatening range of Heckle. Um, that I have drawn out here for Rain. 
and uh, move into flanking with Jeremiah. And she's going to stab. Stab, 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 stab. Black, black, not thrice. Balls. Um, okay. Uh, she is affected by Inspire Courage. 17 to hit? 17 to hit this goblin? Yes. It had balls. Uh, no. Balls. That will not hit. Come on, Ophelia. Uh. <laughs> I roll so badly. <laughs> Don't worry, Daft. We'll kill it. We always I know. I know. All right. Then this goblin commando is going to charge at you. Now no! that you've put yourself into this wonderful flanking position. No! And swing its horse chopper at you. No! Uh, it's going to be uh, uh, 20 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, for 12 points of damage. Shit! Yes. Ophelia's going to freaking die. <laughs> Again! <laughs> oh, boy. Lenore. Lenore. Well, Lenore was going to attack Heckle, but now that somebody has attacked her friend, she is going to um, move around such that the Goblin Commando is 20 feet from her. And she is going to swing her faux shard at the Goblin Commando. No boy. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, 18. Oh, wait. Uh, yes, 18. Yes, that will hit. Yay! Thank you, Inspire Courage. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> 20 points of damage. Goblin goes unconscious. <laughs> you know, I said this okay. to myself while I was listening to the uh, Tavern to Roll. It is very different to hear Daft play a melee character. I have only known know, her to right? play casters. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to delete that guy from initiative. Unia. Unia. Unia looks at Heckle. Unia says, that's enough of that. And casts a cold person <gasps> on Heckle. Same, 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 same. DC 16. Got a 10. <laughs> Heckle freeze. Oh, actually, I have a question for you. Does that have spell resistance? Oh, no. Uh, hold on. Uh, yes, Roll me yes. a caster level check. <laughs> Please. Please do succeed. <gasps> What'd you get? I got it. 23! 23! All right. You will overcome the spell resistance, and the goblin... Is hold. Is hold. <laughs> is hold. Oh. Is hold. Is hold. Oh. That's so sweet. <laughs> Holds you. Oh, wait. Uh, and I believe makes a, on, on its uh, turn, makes as a full round action, tries to save again? Yes. Okay. We'll do that. Full round action. What's your DC? 16. All right. He's no longer old. No! Well, I did stop him from making <laughs> you, an you, attack. You stopped him from making an attack, and it might be just enough to stop everything. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Damien. Damien, it is your turn. Is this Goblin Commando dead? Uh, the one uh, to the, the one, north. Yes, the one yes. to the northwest. 
Yes. The, the one that was flanking with Ophelia is now yes. dead. Excellent. Okay, so it's just Heckle left out here. Yes. 45 feet away, blocked by a pen. Okay. Um, Damien is going to move forward uh, over to one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, and sees Heckle thinks this is a great opportunity to, uh, although Heckle, Heckle is no longer hold, unfortunately, um, will, um, oh, is now within range of Inspire Courage. That's good. Um, so plus two to attacks there. Uh, and is also within point blank precise shot range, which I forgot about until now. Um, is going to yes. um, range... So, question actually. Yes. If I range spell strike... And my card misses, but I have magic missile on the card. Does magic missile hit? You can't put magic missile on the card. Because oh, right. it's only, it's it's only things that have touch or range touch on the yes. card. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Yes. Um uh, combat and magic missile, but you can't I can, spell strike yeah. and magic okay. missile. Okay. Um Well, uh Damien is going to then um we're just we're gonna have Damien make a uh, range spell strike with shocking grasp again. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna pull out uh, and throw a the shocking grasp of resistance. Oh my god, it does. Um, <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me just see if I hit. Yeah. Go ahead. <gasps> um, can you tell me what cards I happen to roll? I got a 19 on die, so uh, I need to see if that threatens a crit. Draw a card from the deck, and what is it? The Wanderer. Wanderer. It is a good card. It is a good card, so it does threaten a crit. Oh, boy. Uh, rolling uh, well, two uh, Let me describe the card. Oh, yes. Uh, so you pull forth a card which features a man uh, with, a, with a hat shading his eyes. He is decked out with all manner of things. A sword, a cup, uh, a, a staff that seems to, seems to have some sort of banneret hanging from it, a bow, a cage with, I don't know, a peanut in it? A giant <laughs> peanut. Let's call it that. Uh, a saucepan, uh, a, uh, uh, there's a card wedged in his hat, there's, uh, there's scrolls stuffed in his side pouch, and a cane at another side, arrows, a bottle of wine. This man comes prepared for everything. And you will note, and you will see that he is a centaur. It is the neutral good card of books. Yes. Damien's favorite suit. Wow, this is so appropriate for this session, too. <laughs> uh, and Damien rolled a 19 to confirm. Uh, I don't believe that will confirm. No, that will not confirm. Okay. Um, so Damien does hit uh, with, his, uh, with his card. We'll roll card damage here. A uh, card does six points of damage. Now, are your cards considered no, wait, magic? Wait, eight. Eight Hold cards on. of damage. Eight are, points of damage. Are your cards considered magic? Yes. Great. Eight points of damage, which is the most they can possibly do, given all of the buffs that are currently in play. Um, okay, and then we'll roll a caster level check on the Shocking Grasp. 22. The only good rolls I've gotten to. We'll get through. Go ahead and roll your damage. All right. 4d6. Here are my d6s. Clack, clack, math rocks. Clack, clack, clack. 
Oh. Oh, sad damage. Ten points of damage. As it seizes up in the Damien spot. Damien did 18 points of damage that round. Go, Damien. Proud of you. Trinia. We're back up to Trinia. She's going to continue her bardic performance by saying... What do you call it when Caden Kalian stumbles into you? What? A wine intervention. <laughs> no. That's a good one. Uh, and so she continues her bardic performance. Uh, and... <laughs> I love this. I love her. Uh, and let's see. Rain, can we marry her? Uh, maybe in a later date. Wait, all these jokes are coming from you! <gasps> oh my god. The comedian I was looking for has been with me all along! Actually, no, most of these most of these are coming from Reddit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't ruin the spell for me. And D&D Beyond. Don't ruin the spell for me! Don't, don't marry Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> don't. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, is anybody hurt? Ophelia's hurt. Oh shit, you're too far away. No! So, you watch as Trinia waves her hands and says some sort of incantation, and you watch as... Actually, she needs to make a knowledge check about what the fuck is going on with this thing. Because she's going to try to do something that will be appropriate for it. Ooh. Ooh, she doesn't actually have the right knowledge skill for this, but she's going to try to identify it as a goblin. It's not technically the same knowledge check for Heckle mm. as it is for other goblins. Oh boy. Uh, however, I believe she... So she doesn't know what happened to it, but she knows that it is a goblin, mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. That's an easy check. And she goes, it seems that it's been... Warped! Look at its head! And you look you look that there is a symbol glowing on its head. Oh, jeez. Uh, you probably couldn't have figured it out before, but she goes, that's... It's a... It's... It's Rune Lord magic. What? It's the symbol of gluttony. What? Well, shit. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to this thing, but it's... Hungry. <laughs> That, that is a line. Man. That is a line I don't like to hear. All right. Oh my god! So, so what she talking. what she does is is uh, she she you watch as she as she waves her hands and summons. You watch as as an angel appears in this <gasps> space. Just actually no, an Azada, this beautiful woman with an elven body from the waist up, uh, and a serpentine body from the waist down uh, with beautiful radiant skin and hair a lyre in hand and starts to strum and you can just hear this little tinkling melodic sound Aww. as as it looks at as it looks at the goblin and sways on the spot playing it's it's lyre it doesn't say anything mm -hmm. but she just goes you want something magical eat this <laughs> Jeremiah. Jeremiah is mad. But yes. he also swore an oath to protect these people. And he's invoking it to get a plus four circumstance bonus on this yes! roll. Yes! Amazing. I love oracles. Is Unfortunately, it is also a morale bonus, so it actually only adds a plus two. Because I'm already That's getting okay. the Inspire Courage. So... Uh, oh, actually, actually, the morale bonus by Inspire Courage is on saves. 
the bonus it gives you to attack and damage rolls is a competence bonus. Oh. Yep. So it all stacks. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> this is not a 24 to hit. This is a 26. Yeah! Oh, no, I'm flanking. 28 to hit. Yeah! Oh, boy. Yes, that will definitely <laughs> hit. Eight on the die for another 18 damage. Yeah! And is, your, is your weapon magical? It is magical. 18? Yeah. Okay. And can I do a knowledge check on this goblin creature? Yeah. Uh, the knowledge dungeoneering. Uh, ah. I don't have that. I have history, local, planes, and you religion. Could, you could do local at a penalty, and you're not yeah. going to get all the information. You won't get the special abilities, but you can sort of get well, that's what a, has changed from a normal goblin. That is a 16 you, on the die for a 20. Yeah. Um, so obviously you know that this the base creature was a goblin but something has happened to it. Yeah. Trinia has pointed out that it has this glowing symbol on Ted, this, the, the rune lord's, the, the rune lord symbol of, of gluttony. Um, you can get one fact about this thing. Well, I would like to know defensive abilities. Sure. Rather more specifically, if it has DR and if so, what bypasses it? Okay. Yeah, it has DR5 magic. Hey! Okay. Which is why I'm asking if everything's magic. Yes. Uh, Every little thing that hits is magic. Is standard. Every little thing just kills it more. That is everything. I'm going to stay there and flanking. Hey. Okay. Great. Ophelia. Ophelia is also... Ophelia is going to make a knowledge dungeoneering check uh, because nice. I do have that knowledge skill. <laughs> What'd you get? Got a nine. <laughs> oh, no. Looks like a fucked up goblin. Well, hopefully I've used my bad roll for this round, because I'm also going to try to stab it. Yeah, stab, 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 stab. Excited little snort there coming from me by accident. <laughs> stab. Okay, this die is going in dice jail. Oh, no. What'd you get? What did you roll? I rolled another three. I rolled two oh, threes no. in a row. Oh, no. Just no. Just no. Oh, no. No. That's yeah. so bad. We're not at the point where that can still be a hit. Nope. <laughs> nope. Maybe against the little goblins. It's okay. It's Lenore's turn next. And speaking of Lenore. Lenore. Hello. Lenore's gonna kill it dead. Lenore's gonna kill it dead. Can I move to a flanking position? Oh. Um. You could be like over uh, Jeremiah's shoulder. Yes. Len uh, uh, Lenore will move over Jeremiah's shoulder. Ophelia hasn't managed to hit anything, but she is still flanking, so... Propping your... your uh, your <laughs> Doing that thing with her pop the faux shard on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, you you could sort of, like, you could sort of, like, put the faux shard up and over this spinning image of a god claw. Yeah. Uh, or actually, actually, the, the image of the god claw spinning around uh, Jeremiah, the points have taken on the shape of uh, brilliant swords with like sunbursts coming out of their hilts as it wards him. What's up? I rolled another three. Oh Ooh. my god. I don't think it's the dice daft. I think it's your hands. They're cursed. Curse of the crimson hands. Curse of the crimson hands. Um, These hands well, that, that is a that's a 15 to hit. Uh, no. <laughs> That's gonna be a miss. Balls. Yes. I just rolled three threes in a row. God. 
You know what they say, Daft. Once what? is a fluke, twice a coincidence, three times is a pattern. No! No! That does not make me feel any better. I didn't say it was to make you feel better. I just didn't you know what they say. Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yunia. Yunia. It is your turn again. It is Yunia's turn. Sure, let's try to cast blindness on Heckle. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see if it has spell resistance. It does. Um, okay. Uh, um, yeah, let's let's just try it. All right, let's, so we'll roll spell resistance. Guys, you're not going to believe this. What? I rolled a four! Hey! Oh my God. Not a three. Not a three. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my two blindnesses for the day. Great. Oh boy. Awesome. Well, there you go. <laughs> Siren missed. All right. Lenore missed. No. Junia failed against No, I actually misread this ability. It's not about who has the best magic items. It's about who could cast the biggest spells. Well, Jeremiah's in range, so we're still going to go for Jeremiah as it's going to gnash at you with its bitey teeth. I need to add five to this because this. So, th if you're wondering like how I managed to um, die to the book one boss, this is how. Uh, the okay. three 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 four uh, thing. Uh, rolling to confirm. You know what would have helped you? A gun. I rolled. Hey, hey, what's your AC? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. So guess what? Yeah. The goblin is going to bite at you and break his teeth against your armor. <laughs> hey, hey, the bad dice luck is going around. As, as he, he goes to, he goes to sort of get at you because you can tell that he wants to get your flesh, um, <laughs> but he bites down, he's going like for your neck, like trying to like leap up onto you and, and, and start biting, but he underestimates uh, how tall you are <laughs> and doesn't quite get there and goes to bite down and gets when he was going for for the space between your armor he just gets a big old plate of armor and then he's pulled down by his own body weight and his teeth snap oh oh god just broken against against the plate mail oh my gosh and you know I'm okay with rolling a three, 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 four, so that we got to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe I believe that he also gets to do an attack with his weapon. Oh, he, he has try to do that. Yeah, he has a short sword on him. Uh, that will be a ah twenty-eight to hit. <laughs> that will hit. It can be done. You take seven points of damage. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah has been struck. He has. He has been stricken. Yes. Okay. Alright. Damien is all out of shocking grasps now, having nice. successfully set off two of them. I'm very proud of him. Um and he will um he's in he's in range, he's it's yeah. He's just gonna uh chuck two playing cards, um rapid shot style. Oh, rapid shot. Yeah, because a lot of... I don't want to roll against spell resistance anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of it. That's fair. Um, I wouldn't either. So let's see if we can burn off some more of these bad rolls. Um, so that'll be a plus 10 to hit, minus... 
Uh, sorry, plus 11 to hit. Minus 2, for, so plus 9. Um, 19? To hit Heckle? Yeah. Nope, that is going to be a miss. Alright, here comes another. 23. That will be a hit. Alright, here comes a magic card your way, doing 1d4 plus 4 points of damage. Oh. Thanks to Inspire Courage. And point blank precise shot and Amazing. charging it up plus one. Five. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Five points oh, of boy. damage. Yeah. Uh, Heckle is looking pretty bad right now. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Trinia. Trinia, oh Trinia, have you met Trinia? Trinia, the funny lady. You want to hear a funny joke? Yes. The survival rate of goblins against a party of competent adventurers. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, you're totally right. No, uh, I'll throw in an actual one. Uh, uh, what happens when you eat black pudding? What happens? You start feeling oozy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll link the thread that I got these from uh, so that all people can get credit for their jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jeremiah, it is your turn. Just cracks his neck and you hear the metal creaking as he grips the leather hilt of his sword tighter. Nice. He goes for a nice power attack swing. Natural 20. Yes. Nice. For a 31 to hit. Oh, fucking boy. Yep. Confirming a 19 on the die for a Goodness. 30 to Four. confirm. Bring I your stole dice all the luck. Rolls. Bring your dice luck over here. No, Bring I need it, it. To me. I need it. He hoards it all. You know what did it? You know what did it? What? Big red right here. Yeah. Nice. I brought nice. out the big blood the die. The meaty die. The meaty die. It does look it like is a, a It is meat. a die that looks like marbled meat. It does. Size it, compared uh, to them. It's huge. What is it? 33 millimeter? Yeah. It's yeah. Big red. Oh, God. That's a. It's a big, nasty one. Whenever I want to hit hard, I bring out Big Red. It never fails. Except the one time it got me a natural one with my War Priest. But then I got a 19 <laughs> on the second attack. A seven. I got double seven. Yeah. 34 damage. Yeah. Oh, God. Heckle is dead. Yes. And now we are out of initiative. Uh, okay. Um, Uni is gonna try again to heal check this horse. Jeremiah cuts Heckle's head off. They're gonna, they're gonna, yes, nice. Uh, they're gonna, um, they're gonna take 10. Uh, what, what does a 19 tell me? Um, the 19 will tell you that the horse is bleeding out and dying. Oh, uh, I it will. It is not dead yet. I will cast Cure Moderate Wounds on this horse. 2d8 plus 3. 2d8 uh, plus 3. But it it's, has it has deep wounds in its in its flank yeah, and it's I'm gonna, and it's and uh, like all along along the crook I'm, of its neck. I'm casting cure mod on it. Boop. 12 points of damage healed. Okay. You watch as you give this these 12 points of healing to the horse and it <laughs> and it starts thrashing, kicking uh uh, anybody want to roll me a handle animal real quick? Uh, Lenore has dropped out of rage. Uh, Lenore will handle animal. Uh, Lenore's going to handle animal. Because animal. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jeremiah, you'll probably get 
You'll probably get a uh, bonus for I it do, being your horse. I do aid with Maddie a 10. 20. Goodness. All right. you, you, so, 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 um, Jeremiah, you, you, you know, um, pumpkin, pumpkin, right? Pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin you know, pumpkin horse. very well. You know exactly where he likes to be pat to calm him Ooh. when stressful things are going and you just put a hand on him and he, <laughs> you see Jeremiah take off one of his gauntleted gloves and just touches pumpkin's nose. Like very softly, Aww. and just strokes it. Here's a there, pumpkin. Uh, where it was thrashing, um, uh, threatening to open open its wound again. Uh, you touch it, and it just. And as he's doing this, uh, he casts his own cure light wound spell. Oh. Uni is going to go over and uh, cast cure moderate on. That is ten points of healing. Uh, gonna go cast Cure Mod on uh, on Siren as well. Okay. That is eight points of healing because I suck at rolling. Oh, sorry. Nine points of healing. Ophelia is looking a little bad. I didn't get to use my other boon. All right. Yes. Uh, and Jeremiah okay. takes the helmet off as well and just sort of holds it on the side. Thank you all for helping me save the horses. Of course. Of course. Of course. Cars. Of course. Cars. <laughs> cars. Yeah, cars. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Cars. Of the, yeah, you guys are Carson, right? Curse of the Crimson Horse. Got a right. curse? What'd you say your folks' so, name was? The Group of Night or something? The Cover of Night. The Cover of Night. Well. Lenore, Lenore looks a bit tired. You'll all know that your friend's a horse. Saving the horses. Oh no, Lenore, Lenore's tired because she just dropped out of blood rage. So, um, let me talk to you about some loot. Oh boy. <sighs> All right. So, on the Rune Warped Goblin. Oh. This is called a Rune Warped Goblin. It's, it's a nasty boy. Nasty boy. You find boy. Uh, Masterwork Leather Armor. These are sized for a small creature. Masterwork Short Sword. Also small? Yeah, uh, all of these are sized for small creatures. Okay. Uh, Masterwork Composite Shortbow with 20 arrows and other treasure which we'll get to in a moment uh all told uh here you will find uh five horses alive <gasps> horses. Uh, there is there is a pumpkin here there is this one that's been being branded by mm. the others and then there are three Linus. there are uh, i'm gonna take unia and reveal this there are three uh <gasps> uh chained up uh oh. Chained up uh, over by the river. Mm. They're like linked together by this long chain uh, mm. that's like uh, jammed into the ground at one side. Uh, pulled taut so that they they only have enough room to move to drink water. Oh, Unia will unchain them and lead them over. Mm -hmm. I did. Great. That's here now. That's, that's Linus's horse. Linus. <laughs> Linus's horse, Linus. Yeah, Linus's horse, Linus. That's Linus's horse, Lloyd. And that's his mare. <laughs> I'm noticing Ursula. a theme. Ursula. <laughs> Amazing. Ah, oh, good. And then here's Pumpkin. And uh, he walks up, he walks north towards that other horse in the camp that he sees that was being branded. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, gives it a one. Well, this would actually be. 
uh, this would actually be one that uh, uh, belongs to Jason uh, Adriel. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jason Adriel. Uh, Jason's horse. Oh, horse. Well, we we better bring that back. We better bring that back to him. Uh, Jason, you can find at Blackbird Ranch, uh, in Harse. Mm. Uh, bring him the okay. horse back. He'll be happy. All right. Um, how about, um, on all the goblins, I believe you find nasty dog slicers. No, I don't want those. Uh, and whatever their shitty leather armor or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want garbage. Um, I have and, enough garbage in my bag already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeremiah is just going around, like, comforting the horses. I pulled some salt cubes out of his, his pocket. On the, uh, commando goblins, oh, you yes. find... Uh, studded leather armor, uh, masterwork, uh, or this is three of each of these, uh, three masterwork horse choppers. Okay. Horse chopper being a, uh, a special weapon. Yes. Uh, it's a martial weapon specific to goblins. Mm-hmm. It is a two-handed polearm weapon. Ah. Uh, that has the reach and trip properties. Oh. <laughs> nice. We didn't, I didn't use any of that, but, uh. <laughs> They were they were in a rage. Oh, because they drank potions of rage. Potions oh. of rage. Uh, now they're all used at this point, but uh, you also find three short bows and a total of sixty arrows between them. Okay, so I now have eighty arrows. Additionally, throughout the camp, you will find a number of ill-gotten gains. A bunch of magic items have been piled <gasps> into the pit where where uh, you found Heckle. Mm-hmm. Among them is a scroll of acid arrow. Ooh. A scroll of water breathing. <gasps> a wand of mount is okay. partially gnawed off and has six charges. <laughs> wand of mount gnawed. Yes. Six charges. Uh, you imagine that it's lost charges not because it's been used this much, but because, but because it's, because been, it's on. been gnawed on. <laughs> and a wand of yeah, vanish. Similarly gnawed on. This has 13 charges. This guy's so, been eating magic. Uh, yeah. You also find like. piled in uh, piled in Heckle's little abode. Heckle's hole. You also find in his uh, in his little lair a masterwork longsword. Oh. Uh, with a golden hilt. Ooh. Uh, that it- and and a, and a red gem fixed in the center. Ooh. Uh it counts as a masterwork longsword and also tack on an extra hundred gold worth of value to it. Is it small? Uh, no, this is a medium. Ooh. Uh, Jeremiah, with one look at this, you would go, this was a, this was a sword made for a Yamadan. That's no, oh. not a sword. I'm uh, Sard. And it's, and it's paired, and it's paired with a... Sard. <laughs> it's paired with a, uh, a heavy steel shield, a masterwork heavy steel shield. Ooh. Similarly adorned. Uh, so that's a masterwork heavy steel shield, which is worth 170 gold, and then add on another 100 gold in uh, decoration. Okay. You also find in that in that area, 54 platinum, 478 gold, 15 silver, 15 silver, and 80 copper. 80 copper. Uh, among the other goblins, you are able to find, um, among among the smaller goblins. Uh, mm-hmm. You you just find um, a total of four gold and twenty silver. Okay. 
420 and then nice <laughs> and then gems totaling 72 gold in value okay um i'll just put those in the in the cash flow yep that's fair uh and among the commandos you find uh a total of uh 60 gold 43 silver 60 gold 43 yeah. silver and uh and 24 copper 24 copper and then gems totaling 19 gold okay uh and then uh with a thorough search of the camp you will find that there are signs of, of many more goblins that would be here mm. um but they're probably out right now <laughs> because that combat would have taken too long take way too long <laughs> uh, now however you do come across on the northeast end of camp a pair of goblin legs protrude from either end of a rotten log as a third goblin sits on top, holding a dagger and jabbing into holes in the log. <laughs> Every now and then, one of the other goblins lets out a yelp. No. <laughs> they seem thoroughly enamored with this game. You know what? I'm just going to leave them. <laughs> yeah. Jeremiah is uh, going to cast a actually, 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 so the goblin is just sitting there poking holes in this log with a little dagger. And every now and then you just hear a goblin go, Argh! <laughs> and and uh and and the goblin is just chuckling and <laughs> and as you guys are going about the camp you see him like look up and look back down at the log and keep stabbing at the log. <laughs> uh Jeremiah casts a spell at the goblin. What are you doing? I need you to make me a will save. The two DMs talk to each other. Neither of them wants to say what spell they're using until you make a save. No, I'm the GM. What spell are you using? <laughs> I'm casting cause fear. Cause fear, yeah. All right. Uh what's your DC? Uh DC 15. Okay. So the goblin on the goblin on top on top just what's what's the range on Cosfair? Uh thirty-five feet. So he is approaching them. Okay. Uh let's see. The goblin on top uh looks at you and just goes, yeah, I seen that one. But the <laughs> but the goblins inside just just go, what? What's going on? What's going on? Are they coming for us? They're coming for us. Oh, no. Run, run, run. And you watch as the goblins with their legs poking out the end of the log put their legs down and start running. <laughs> when the, goblin on, the goblin on top is like, no, you idiot. Did magic at us. Stop, start, stop, start, stop, stop. They start crab walking away. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're running away from you. Uh, but, they're, but they're running in this weird, like, like. Like wobbling, wobbling, zigzaggy pattern off into the hills. <laughs> and don't come back. At one point, they they bump into a tree and break the rotten log in half. And now they each have half of a log on top of them, and it's just swaying. <laughs> the go the, go the goblin that was in the middle has one foot on either log, and you watch as they start to drift apart. And he ah, does a split, falls down. You idiots. <laughs> Stupid goblins. That's what you deserve. You're the worst. They run off. Two goblins with half a rotten log on top of them. And one goblin with a very sore groin. You come back, I'll kill you. Yeah, if you ever come back, we'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. And then Simba ran away into the desert. And he ate bugs. Anyway. Da, da, da. No, 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 we gotta stop that. No, 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 no. Copyright music. I got copyright music. No. All right. And so, Jeremiah 
having restored order to your town. I brought the law of horse back to horse. I believe you need to get your uh, your ho- your horse back to yeah. your horse ranch. I also need uh, to uh, load up the horse, horse corpses. Town. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's probably a matter of you. You'd probably need to go and get a cart for this. Yeah. Uh, these guys have a cart, but you need a bigger cart. He 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 looks at the corpses, looks at them, the and corpses. just and just lights the corpses on fire. Just just destroy <laughs> burns them up. Yep. May it run uh, in Gozra's farm forever. And so. And so. Having cleared the goblin camp, uh, I believe now you are all on, on your own separate ways. Yes. Uh, Jeremiah, back to your ranch. Oh. The cover of night uh, onto the, uh, onto, uh, what is it called? Uh, onto, onto Blackbird Ranch yes. in Harse. Uh, any? Would you? Do you have any parting words for each other? Uh, he has removed his armor at this point. Jeremiah, good working with you. Always a pleasure to work with carpenter folks. Back in the good old days, I say that like I'm that old. <laughs> Sounds like uh, I sound like want... a CEO. <laughs> uh, do you want any of the stuff we found? I just realized that we went around and we took all of it, and I put it in my bag. And that uh, might have been kind of rude. He takes, let's see here now, how much does a horse cost in Pathfinder? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, a light horse would cost 75 gold. Yeah, we'll give you 75 three horses gold. that he, two of his horses were killed. Okay, okay. Uh, what's the training cost, actually? Uh, they were not trained horses. Oh, okay. These were, uh, they were not yet trained. They were just being, uh, bred and maintained. Uh, okay. That's how the goblins were able to spook them and steal them so easily. Um, they took untrained horse damages, horses. So, uh, uh, 225? Uh, he only, had two, only two of his horses were killed. So he's only taken okay, 150. 150? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take compensation well, for Over that. time, more horses have been killed. Yeah. Uh, these, yeah, these goblins have been his preying horses. on the town That's for a while. he went out this time. Because now his horses okay. got killed. Ah, okay. Do you want to take a domination for the town, though? Uh, yeah, do you want some of this for other damages? Well, if you're going to uh, see your son, then uh, you'll be able to help him out and give him what you need. All right. Uh, town of Heart. So- uh, realistically, if you really want to help the town, buy stuff from us. We're just simple country folk. <laughs> oh, 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 um, Siren is like, right, right, do you have, um, oven mitts? I do indeed have oven mitts. They're in my saddlebag. Oh my goodness. And he goes into the saddlebag Um, that was not super heavy and pulls out very nicely embroidered oven mitts. (gasps) Those are beautiful. Okay, how much? Masterwork oven mitts. Uh, Well, you know what? You're a friend. Ten silver. Excellent. Ten silver it is. Um, and, um... (laughs) Uh, she, uh, Siren will hand you ten silver, uh, and then she'll go over to Trinia. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Th- that was a, those were funny jokes. I Thanks. liked them a lot. Thanks, uh, um, I got a whole book of them right here. That's really cool. Uh, I'm, I'm always working on new material, um, if you have any ideas, anything that you would like a joke of, um, always let me know. Yeah, if I think of anything, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, oh, um. You know, you guys the- are actually... Not that bad when you're not, you know, chasing me. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that's that's good. You know, I didn't really want to catch you anyway. Um, hey, uh, oven mitts. <laughs> um, Siren holds out the oven mitts. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to keep these for yourself or you um, want to give them back to that lady. Uh, well, you can I mean, probably... I'm going to be here for a while yeah. while stuff blows well, over in now, Corvosa. Um, you know, just don't. Uh... And she sort of pushes them back to you to like, how about you take them home? Oh, give them to Gretchen. But what if you what if you're making something and it's too hot and you burn your hands? I can cast Cure Light Wounds. Okay. I I can buy you another pair of oven mitts if you want. Mm, no, no, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Uh, take them back to Gretchen. I'll, I'll, she, I'll take them back. She really deserves something good. Okay. Okay. Um, um. I'll, I'll do that. When you flip the oven mitts over, there's a giant god claw emblem on the other side. <laughs> oh boy! She she um Siren examines them when she take, and she, she turns over. And she goes, <laughs> and she turns them back over. Just okay. Let's we'll give those to Gretchen. Yeah, yeah. That's probably. Oh boy! <laughs> Amazing. All right. And with that, you all will go on to your own fates. Uh, Jeremiah rides off returning home into the sunset <laughs> we fast forwarded the clock so that you could have an opportunity to ride off into the sunset yes. and you all watch as Jeremiah rides off into the sunset and they go oh shit we're going that way too aren't we Oh, geez. he also yeah. has put on a big floppy hat so it's trying to like bouncing yes. as he rides it's a sun hat amazing we should have just gone with him oh it's so you watch as he fades off into the distance you go we're going like literally the exact same direction this is this is gonna be awkward let's just let's just give him like five minutes to get a head start (laughs) so we don't run into him again we already said goodbye (laughs) all right and and with that thank you both for joining me yeah happy to do it thank you for coming sam Uh, now sam yeah we always love having you around but we didn't just bring you here for your company Really? I what? Just wanted to spend what time are with you me going? What are you doing lately? Well, I also have a Pathfinder actual play podcast coming out. Actually, what? when what? this episode airs, it will be out. Oh! It is. What is what is this podcast called? This podcast is called Dungeon Dive Bar. <laughs> what are you doing in Dungeon Dive Bar? We are, we are exploring. The Emerald Spire Super Dungeon deep in the Echo oh. Wood. My God. And drinking. And drinking. Nice. Amazing. Nice. That's a good combination. Pathfinder and drinking. Yes. Solid combo. Yes. Yes. Uh, I and six uh, players. I am the GM of this game. And six players of mutual friends of the three of us. Well, mostly Rain and I. Daft by yes. also knowing these people. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, um, a bunch of uh, bunch of a uh, bunch of mutual friends, all Pathfinder fans, all Pathfinder fans, uh, all podcast fans, uh, and you can find us online. We are at uh, twittercom dungeon. We are on Facebook at facebookcom bar. on Tumblr nice. at the same, and we actually dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. Yep, yes, dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. And we actually uh, will have a Patreon up. That all money hey. raised through that go to. And we'll give we that are, link once it exists. Uh, it does exist. Oh, patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. I'm glad that you're doing such great things with your podcast. I am very happy to have you on. You can find us on there. 
And uh, maybe one of you guys will be on it around this time. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe one of us will be on the exact same week that, that this is airing. Possibly. Mm, maybe. So you could go and check out... Uh, you could go and check out the Dungeon Dive Bar podcast to see what weird crossover antics happen when one of us goes over. Yeah. <laughs> Who will it be? Who will it be? What will they do? Will there be a bar Ooh. set up? Will they kill? Uh, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. One of my characters, not saying who, his character goal is to convert the entire Emerald Spire into a bar. Oh my lord. Amazing. Is this like a holy mission from Kate and Kalian? Please! No, he's just an alcoholic. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, li- live your best life. Yeah. Well, on that note. All right. Thank you for coming on the show, Sam. Happy to do it. Thank uh, you. It's, it's a joy to have you here. I enjoy Aww. being here. I enjoy spending time with you guys, playing with you guys, mm. and I love building weird characters. Yes. Jeremiah is so I, weird, and I, I love, love him. I love Jeremiah. We saved his horse. You saved his we horse. We saved his horse. A horse, of course. A horse, of course. A curse, of course. <laughs> Thank you for playing Curse, curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you for listening to this session of To Have and To Roll. And a special shout out to Sam for joining us this session. Be sure to check out his Emerald Spire Super Dungeon podcast, Dungeon Dive Bar, where a group of adventurers brave the ever-increasing dangers of a beefed-up version of a module that takes players from level 1 to 13. You can follow Dungeon Dive Bar on Twitter, at Bar Dungeon, We'll also have a link to their show page in the description. This session features many songs from Philip Melvin. The full track list includes Cannibal's Path, Crossing the Bridge of Araxis, The King's Cavalry, Momentum, and Vanguard's Might. Our intro is Chronospheres of Dr. Genevieve Beaumont, also by Philip Melvin. We would like to congratulate Philip for recently breaking $100 a month on his Patreon. It's well-deserved, and if you would like to add to this, be sure to check him out on Patreon. Link in the description. This session also featured sound effects by Sirenscape, including Goblin Camp and a selection of sound effects to create a nice morning atmosphere. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at ToHaven2Roll or on Tumblr, ToHaven2Roll. .tumblr.com. You can follow me individually at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. And you can follow Daft Prodigy at Daft Prodigy. We will be back next week as our excursion away from Corvosa continues. Until then, have a great week and we will see you next time.
Oh, did I did I totally leave the page? Yeah, you did. I left the page. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to yeah. tell you after you were done joking about Trinia <laughs> turning into a werewolf. <laughs> Suddenly the GM disappears at the full moon. Oh, no. Rain is a werewolf. Uh, Roll for initiative. No. How do you I must have... now fight the GM. <laughs> God have mercy on your souls. Right. Rain has been. I have been trying to befriend Otiugs, and I keep having to kill them. Yep. All right. <laughs> oh, that happened at my local game shop. Over. Game two. Uh, we befriended. His name is Kevin. He's friends with the barrel <laughs> mimic who lives in our house. Amazing. Testing, testing, testing the mic. Red leather, yellow leather. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Parker took pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> Get me those pictures of Spider Man right now, Parker. It's also a good plosives test. Parker, were those pictures positive? <laughs> no, they're all negative, sir. <laughs> <laughs>